of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Welcome back. Happy Thursday, November the 17th. True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube as you walk in the door, subscribing so you can join us in chat. Five-star review wherever you are hearing us. We appreciate it. Scoob's in the house. How we feeling, Scoob? Feeling good. I survived. I survived the pilk, boys. I survived. Feel great. How you feeling? Um, feel good. I was up till midnight watching Steph Curry drop 50 and lose. Um, it was not because of the pilk. Don't let the record show it was because of the pilk. Can we can we rule it out though? Is there proof? Yeah. There is no proof. I cannot offer proof. So it could have been the pilk. How much more pilk have you had since 3 p.m. yesterday? 21 hours ago. Um, I did not have any. I, I'll be honest, I did not have any. I, I, I did dump out the rest of the milk, but um and I, now when I drink Pepsi, I'm kinda like, man, is it kinda tastes like pilk still? I'm like, ugh. You just ruined your taste buds. For, I thought you were going to say, man, this could use some could use some calcium. Maybe that's uh, what it is. Maybe my body's like, I need some calc in it. How do I know it's not milk in there right now? Uh, none of my business. The McMahon's in the house. How are we feeling, McMahon? Oh, man. I've, every time my brain wants to forget about pilk, it just gets thrown back in my face yet again. It's, uh, it's a scar that will never heal, but... The McMahon's been working the phones. I made another trade last night. Oh. Do, do tell. Do tell. This is the first year uh, the losers in, in my league have realized, like, it's a keeper league. I can sell off a guy I'm not going to keep and get some young prospects in return. Like, that, I've tried offering packages like that in the past. People weren't biting. They weren't ready. Then I, 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 I checked the league last night. And I saw Dalvin Cook had been traded for Swill. Absolute rubbish. What kind, what kind of Swill are we talking? Curtis Samuel and Deontay Foreman type Swill. Uh, Foreman, I understand. I think he's like $5 next year. And that if you're not going to keep Cook, right. Foreman should be Carolina's starting running back. Um, but Who knows? I yeah. could have beat that. I could have beat right. that. Right. So I, I start looking at everything. I start looking at the league. I see Alvin Kamara's on the trade block. I go, I like Alvin Kamara. And I just acquired Mike Williams, who is on the cheap next year. And I think he'll be a pretty good option. Like Keenan Allen might be might be done out here. It so doesn't like, sound good. Yeah. No, no, it doesn't sound good at all. So I take I take him and I I take Tyler Algier, the two players I just acquired. And I offer him for Kamara. Seconds later, I get a counteroffer. They have no interest in Tyler Algier. Don't blame them. They did have an eye on Jahan Dotson, though. I oh, that's accept. the one. Yeah, that's the yeah. rookie. Yeah. I accept with the quickness. I couldn't have accepted faster. So I just went from Joe Mixon and Ramondre Stevenson to Alvin Kamara, King Henry, and still Ramondre Stevenson. Didn't have to package him anywhere. Call it a win. No wonder you're in first place. I was gonna say McMahon's building for now and later, man. The the right. we'll get to them, but the Warriors could never. Um, <laughs> no, no, they can't do the two timelines. <laughs> now I, I do have no more depth. So one injury, 
I, it's going to be shaky, but I, I'm pushing the chips in. This, this feels like a year to win. I'll say that I'm, I feel like I'm the flip side of that. Like the stars, they just weren't available. Like I, I kicked some tires. I kicked a lot of tires, man. Kicked a lot of tires. Um, everybody wanted too much for the stars. So it's like, I've just, yeah. I've gotten this far by, I, I try to scout and play the hot hand. And so far it's worked. There was a little bit, not even controversy, but I'll add, did this happen in your league or, or in anybody's leagues? Nasty man has started to be picked up. I, that a, any, anyone that's picking up nasty man in my league, their, their goose is already cooked, so I'm not worried about them. It does smell like desperation, but he's right, sitting he on where? It, yeah, what's the... He didn't make it out of the draft uh, in our league. Someone, someone took him for a dollar, knowing no one was going to oh, go higher than that. Fair. Yeah, I was going to say dollar draft. That's Yeah, no, he's just been sitting there, and I was like, it's, it's coming for certain. And happened to, I think, a third-place team. People trying to make that playoff push, man. I was like, I'm playing. I'll stay with what I got, man. I don't need, I don't need a, 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 that sort of nasty push. Um, I did pick ago, up Donovan Peoples Jones off waivers, though. Nasty <laughs> <laughs> man adjacent. Yeah, listen, you're not gonna cook on uh, without DPJ. So he, he, listen, he's people, been awesome. People are questioning. People are questioning my league. It, it clue is the one who traded me, Alvin Kamara. His season just has not gone well. He's the one who traded me, and he didn't want to do it at all. Um, they say y'all in a two-team league, man. It's just you and Kev. What is this? Listen, I've. It's a well, it's a keeper league, so it's like I've had a lot of guys for a lot of years. It's you just mm. they cost five dollars more every year, so it's like that doesn't eat up. Like you could, I've had Mahomes his whole career. I had Mahomes and Watson, and I traded Watson several years ago before any allegations were levied. Um, so I, I got out ahead of that one by a lot. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Paulie's in a league with his wife, his kids, and Kev, and he's just like convincing his daughter, like, he, he, "Come on, you want to do this trade? You want this. his wife and kids don't know the league are going on." He's like, "I'm, I'll play their parts in chess too." Uh, it's like my, my, is, <laughs> she would do this. She would. No, she uh, lost. I haven't won in four years either. Like. Yeah, <laughs> She would definitely she she draft Daniel Carlson and then draft him for uh, trade him for Mahomes and Saquon. I, I think that's just what she would do. Um, uh, I, I, sh I went into the draft like I want Saquon and Kittle, and Saquon was like the second person nominated, and that price just kept going up and going up, and I was like, and so I had to back out, and I could could have solved a lot of problems. I wouldn't have had to trade anyone. If I would have just stayed patient, but that that, that ship is sailed. Um, actually, speak to Saquon. I was reading something. It's time to pace real life Saquon. And I don't know what the Giants. Uh, I don't know what they pay him. The franchise tag is twelve and a half or thirteen million. But like the highest per year right now is McCaffrey. Oh yeah, I would franchise tag and be unless you think you're franchise tagging Danny Jones. That's the only reason why it matters in this situation. But the last couple, like Chubb signed three for thirty-seven with twenty guarantee. Aaron Jones signed four for forty-eight with thirteen guarantee. I don't know what the what kind of contract Scoob and crew negotiating. 
I look the. Uh, I gotta watch the Packers tonight. I don't know. No, how, you don't. I don't know. You how don't much have I can, to school. I don't know how much I could talk about them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know Aaron Jones. They gave him all that money, and then they just dropped Kylan Hill. Like we spent the pick on him. I don't know. Mari Rogers out of there. Yeah, I feel like everybody's. This is cut your draft pick week. They just mm-hmm. like, man, we just not even bothering no more. Um, Z- this Zeke contract continues to look absolute chaos. They got the years on like, like he died, man, for the years of the contract. Was it 2015 to 20? 2019 uh, to 2026. Oh, that's four years from now, you understand. This is what the Astros owner wants to do. <laughs> yeah, Altuve about to get 60 million for 10 years. And it's like uh, Maldonado. Invested. Like, yeah, it's like a, <laughs> the catcher. <laughs> Um, a billion for every hit. Um, but McCaffrey's getting 16 per. I don't think I, I mean, I know I would. I don't think the Giants would. I wonder if they would go to Saquon and say, here's two for 30. I'll be like, it's all guaranteed. Right. That's what you'd have to do. Yeah. Like two for 30. Not a lot of years. Like similar to the baseball. Not a lot of years. But two for 30 at 25 guaranteed, 30 guaranteed, just to save that franchise tag. Because, yeah, McCaffrey's getting 16 per. Zeke said, what, 15 per? And Kamara got 15 per. Everybody, like, the deal signed since then kind of settled in below that. Yeah. Chubb, Henry, Jones. So, if you think 12, 13, but yeah, I'll take the two for 25, two for 30, guarantee it all. Because a six-year contract. I don't, I don't know how many NFL players, even quarterback now, I feel comfortable signing to a six-year contract. No. It's straight up. Like... And Jerry Kicker, Jones maybe years ago, yeah, like Justin Tucker, only Tucker, right? Well, like Nick only, so I can't even say kickers. <laughs> only, yeah. If, you, if you're the best ever at your craft, yeah, I'll probably sign you to. A, <laughs> we could do five and a plus. We could do a plus one. Yeah, I don't um, know what kind of position, like wide receiver, definitely not. Running back, of course not. Like left tackle, even. Unless you're just trying to get ahead of the market, like, yeah, this will look like a lot today. By year four, he's like the 12th highest paid guy. I just, I think the only way, I, slick almost baseball again. Like, I was reading um, Chargers last year hit on Rashawn Slater. He got hurt. Yep. This year it sounds like they hit on a Saul, Jamari Sawyer from Georgia, was like yep. a six round pick. Could they just sign like a baseball deal right now? We know your next three are going to be dirt cheap. Can, we'll, we'll buy those out baseball style. Yeah. Like you see what I'm saying? So we signed a, a six-year deal to Sawyer's just the example. Uh, I don't know if it'd be him in particular, but a six-year deal to a guy who has three years left dirt cheap. You upgrade that and get him till he's like 27. But yeah. I don't. I somebody like, I'm sure there's something against that, but deals get torn up all the time. Most recently, Deshaun Watson had a contract extension he never played on because the Browns were like, "We'll give you way more." So they just tore that up. So if they were just like, hey, Jamar, you're, he's going to make, what, 600K or something? He was a six-round pick. Like, maybe not even that. Right. We'll bump that up to, I don't know, a couple million this year or next year, next three years, and buy out some of that. But I just don't – I don't know if it worked like that. Six for 10 million for a potential – All guarantee. That's right tackle, yeah. All guarantee. It's like, hey, you understand when Slater comes back, we have to move you back to right tackle. We'll give you extra 500K for your troubles. Um and I'm just trying because it's like, oh, we have to wait 
until he's done being dirt cheap. It's like, man, I kind of what if I can I utilize some of that savings now? If I know he's a hit. But I don't know if it works that way. Um, Do you think you have enough of a sample size by now? It's it's tough because that's part of the bet, really. Right. And it's also, again, what if you if you sign him, but Slater comes back, you move him to right tackle. What if he's just not as good at right tackle as he was as left? Right. So there's, I mean, he's, he's technically a guard. And that, this happens a lot with Georgia guards. Right. I mean, we've done it with Isaiah Wynn. Like, he was... Mm. He started at Georgia as a tackle, went back to guard, entered the draft as a guard, and then Belichick announced him as a tackle. And I was just like, all right. Uh, like, and he was moved to guard because he has like short arms. Like, that's it. He has all he's, he's got everything yeah, else. Um... But he's got short arms. And yet now he does false starts all the time. Um <laughs> but it's like, yeah, Georgia guards, I think, are just tackles everywhere else in the country. Listen, even again, just the Georgia every if, if I'm just betting on the Georgia pipeline, feels like a decent uh good bet. Bet to met. Uh so yeah, that's part of the risk. Maybe he's not this good and we're locked into paying 10 million guarantee to this guy who's maybe just average, but that's part of it. Maybe average he is big. Yeah, maybe he is a franchise right tackle and we can give him some guaranteed loot right now that he would have had to wait four more years to stay healthy to even see a portion of. So I guess I guess the other side of it is do NFL contracts even really matter outside of that first year anymore? Because you see no. how dead cap dictates shit like Rogers right now. You see how hey, Brandon Cook. Sorry, school. Like, sorry, school. Sorry, yeah, that, that was ugly, Mick. You could have triggered. Well, that was ugly. I mean, he's like the most extreme example. But Brandon Cooks too. Like Brandon Cooks couldn't get moved because of how much guaranteed money he has coming to him right. this year or next year even. Um, but it's like guys do hold out, hold in now. Um, so like there's a little NBAification of how NFL players are going about getting their new deals. So it's like, yeah, I might just rather have the guy on $500,000 knowing by year three, if he's still outperforming it, he's just not going to show up to camp. Right. Right. Because again, if you are. Like again, last year Rashawn Slater made All Pro after first year. Man, what if he was just like, "Nah, we need to, we need to talk." <laughs> the year before that, Tristan Wirfs, I right. made All Pro as a rookie. We won the championship. We need to talk. And again, right. I'm not saying you give me like m- most right tackle money of all time. That's probably like a service year sort of thing. But hey, man, can we I'll bump up some guarantees or do something? Because I'm 22 right now, playing for pen- literal pennies on the dollar. What I'm worth. Yeah. Um, Trying to ruin the market. You're trying to flip the market on its head far too soon. Good. I'm trying to eliminate the market, baby. I want draft free agency out of there. You want every- uh, I say you're assigned a team at birth. You, uh, <laughs> you want everyone to be Christian Kirk. You said one Christian Kirk wasn't enough. They all must be Christian Kirk. Every, of everyone here, I'm the Christian Kirk lover. Everyone knows that about me. Not school. Not school. Um, I heard you got a Christian Kirk calendar. It's right above your desk. <laughs> Who told you that? Who told you? Uh, oh, it's Kirk's uh, day again. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> We're tearing Christian Kirk uh, S tier. Uh, no, I was listening to some cut to it, which did come out yesterday. Sure did. As appeared, and I heard you guys talking through the Rams, and the only thing I could think was, man, boy, I would have traded Brian Burns so fast, dude. Oh my God, the Rams are a a sunken ship. 
I still this- very much see both sides of this. Like I, I very much understand the assets, but also like you have the guy that people need. What, if I what would you trade Burns it, for? I might flip it if I'm the Panthers. It's like, hey, you take Derek Brown in a pick. We want Aaron Donald. Like that's you guys are wasting nah, him. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, that's been sell. What would you trade Burns for? Because he's definitely a guy. But what would you trade him for? Would you trade him for three first? Well, that's the thing. Like, no, because I don't think it, that would. I think the rest of the NFL would be furious if Burns got traded for. Like, that would just fuck up the market. That's Rudy. He Gobert. almost went that's, for two, like two in a second. No, they're I know. Try, they're trying to fuck up the market. That's the thing. I think that. I think the packages more than fair like i think it's a great Mm -hmm. like that's more like even if you were just gonna a first and a second i think that would be probably ultimately fair Mm -hmm. even first and a third would probably be like the the fucking chart uh whose chart is it the 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 old uh jerry or not jerry jones uh, i keep saying jerry jones in my head jimmy johnson jimmy Jimmy johnson Johnson. the other jj uh the old jj trade chart um a first and a third's probably still more value than brian burns especially since you have to or did he just get paid? He might have just got paid. Um, or he hasn't got paid yet. Okay, so yeah, you're gonna have to pay him too on top of that. So that's I definitely, all the more reason why I would. Hey Brian, man, you're gonna love L.A. Man, we got some good realtors. Uh, we're gonna set you up out there. They're gonna take good care of you. Yeah, no, I definitely think it's for sure more than enough uh, value in return. But it's like, yeah, man, this. The, the Panthers division stinks so bad. They have their own picks back. And they're not great at drafting. So, yeah, do you want more bites of the apple? They just or drafted want- Burns. No, I know. That's the thing. Do you want the more bites of the apple or do you want the proven commodity? That's I that's want more bites really at the apple because I, I have this. I have I have the best apple in the world right now. We're not ready to eat because, every you know what I'm saying? Nobody else around him is ready. So the, it's like Brian. I value you so much, Brian Byrne. I'm. Tr- I have to trade you for what only quarterbacks have went for before. Right. Like, and again, I'm not. Tr- it's a bad situation, but LA, like, they're trying to win. Which, to what y'all were getting to, uh, you're saying like the 36 month window, and I that might have been the plan, but right now, like Stafford's coming back, and I just keep thinking, should he come back this year? You don't have yeah. your pick already. If his mom, or excuse me, if his arm is shot. Is putting more miles on it in a spent season, like. I mean, Cooper Cup just, has to get surgery, and he he played hurt. He had that ankle injury. He went into the game with the ankle injury. Now he has to get surgery. So. And it and at that yeah, what are we even playing for? Not to say you, like Aaron Donald would ever shut it down, but it's like, hey man, like we, the draft pick that we're giving away is a sunk cost. Like we can't control that in any way. If Stafford does have, ten k more miles on his arm. Do we want to burn through any of those right now? Like, what, how does that benefit either side? So, KBG <laughs> said that chart full of nothing, man. He, he just looked yeah. for the real dogs on the, uh. Imagine <clears throat> being a GM and another GM's like, no, this is the chart. Trust me. Like, hey, trust me, this is fair value. Believe me. <laughs> Back to, after Jimmy Johnson won, I, I, can't, I don't know if he won one or two of the Cowboys ones. But after he won, he probably could have sold that thing for a hundred million. He's like, you know, this is what I, what I got in the Emmett trade. Oh my god! I, I, oh my god! Uh, I'm not gonna eight first, six sevenths. Uh, not gonna call able. anyone out by names, but someone in the community NFL draft uh, definitely took advantage of me in a couple trades by sending me screenshots of a thing saying, "Oh, this is a fair deal." And in retrospect, 
if Tyreek Hill for Leonard Fournette and um a pick was not a fair deal. Okay. Ooh. I'll say this though, they this is they showed you the garbage and then you ate it. You know what I mean? They <laughs> well, well, you know. I'm... They said, no, listen, hey, I'm just telling you, I because I like you, I will sell you this marijuana cigarette for $150. I know you keep that to yourself. No, I don't sell that to everybody. Scoop said 150 Wow. Well, a bargain is a bargain. Um, I've never claimed to be the smartest man, and I won't today. Someone Born being like, you, someone tough. trying to trade for someone being like, man, Tua stinks. He's not going to be able to get Tyreek Hill the ball. I'll I'll take that problem off your hands. And Scoop being like, thank you, sir. Here you go. Yeah. He's been sitting on my bench, man. I, I, I couldn't get him out of here quick enough. Well, I'm I, I'm first. I'm I think I'm first in the league. I think he's second. I haven't looked in a while, so okay. Well, I'm gonna have to check the standings and see where we're at. Scoop's like, ah, we're actually both tied for last. Uh, interesting, <laughs> um, dude. That happened to me last year. I, I took, I traded. I can I think I traded for Saquon. I traded up for him. Mm, and then, last year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then me and the guy that we traded, we both finished last and second last. So Not even in fantasy. Don't trade for a running back. Not even once. Um, I just did it twice. Where was this info then? <laughs> oh, listen, you had the pamphlet. Um, the another, next thing I was thinking, if the Rams are still trying to win right now, if I'm a team with a young defensive end, I think I can get 120 cents on. Like I was looking, the other guys from that draft are Montez Sweat was the interesting one. Like Washington has just drafted defensive linemen. I feel like the last nine years. So if they're like, "Hey, come on, we wouldn't, we can't trade him for the same as Brian Burns." Montez Sweat is not as good as Brian Burns. We'll just take the two first. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just take the two first, man. We won't, uh, or just the first and the second. We're not trying to break you. Uh, I thought about Josh Allen for the Jaguars, who again is playing fine, but it's time to pay him. And if you think you could call the Rams and be like, you want that guy on the other side of Aaron, you want a proven commodity on the other side of Aaron Donald, right? Or and I, know, I don't even know, but yeah. I, I know um, the Jaguars fans I follow, Dilla specifically, um, he's been saying Allen could be traded. He's not. Out, um, performing to the level of the other guys on the team, you know. So, which him. one? Yeah, he stinks. Um, <laughs> again, but this is the exact type of guy I'd be trying to. Hey, we're not going to pay this guy. You know, there's some. It hadn't quite been the scheme fit or whatever. Um, but there's some talent. Just come on, man. Just give us a first and a second. Let's let's be done with this Rams. You guys still got Super Bowl aspirations, and I I would just want as many future Rams picks as possible i was gonna say if you're the lions should you have been like hey man we've got hutchinson <laughs> we need another we need those two ones and another two on top of that for just the burns package uh you're right burns package supreme more than burns i i do it today i do so it today fast. aiden i know you and your i know y'all michigan staples man we have airplanes now you could be like you could be from here to there and <laughs> They fit your whole family, man. All right, ta-ta for now. Um. I really can't mm, believe the Cardinals mm, did. I'm not the Cardinals. The Panthers didn't do that trade. Like in retrospect, like that's a it's a quarterback deal for a linebacker. Like I feel like the chances of getting hitting on a linebacker with m multiple picks are way higher than you would think. I mean, we see. Like, I was also looking at other guys in that draft. The best defensive end from that draft is Max Crosby, who went in the fourth round, I think. Mm -hmm. 
so it's again if you think we can either identify something because Burns he wasn't like a 19 sack a season guy in Florida State. Right. He was the third or fourth end. They saw something and they were right. So, and like you said, it's it's just premium price for a premium position, but damn near Russell Wilson prices. I'd rather trade for a terrible quarterback. Uh, mm-hmm. If I'm using yeah. all my capital. I still think there's value when you're trying to rebuild like the Panthers are and rewarding guys who have gone through the shit years. Not mm-hmm. just giving out free money to guys who don't deserve right, it. Right, not Burns. charities, but yeah. Yeah, Burns is about to enter that next stage. He hasn't asked out. Like, he wants to be there from all reports. So it's like, when you have goodwill like that and you have so little goodwill outside of that, because, like, you trade Burns... DJ Moore has been a pretty good soldier too. So it's like you trade Burns. Now he's like, well, what the fuck, man? Like, oh, listen, hey, we can enjoy Green Bay, my man. Yeah. Yeah. You have to tear it all the way down from there. And 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 that's where I'd be at with it. Yeah. Yeah. There's value there as well, for sure. Um, But it's like they got something for Robbie Anderson and then they won. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't think the Panthers have gone about this the perfect way by any stretch, but I do see. The thought, like it, it appears, there's some sort of thought process at least blooming there. Now, will they stick to it? Most teams don't, so I don't have any faith that they will. Really? Um, and that's that's another part of this too. If you're a GM, a lot of GMs don't make deals because it's like, yeah, I get to make this trade, and then I don't even get to make those picks. Definitely. Like, three years from now, am I still even here? Probably. Yeah, I set not. up the next guy to walk in and, beautiful. Yeah, I set up the next guy, and then if that guy makes bad picks. They don't blame him for the bad picks. They blame me still for the trade because they view the picks as my trade. Right. So it's it's lose-lose. So it's like, I'd rather just pay the guy. Like, I'll forever give Ben Charrington credit for Boston. Like, he occupied the Red Sox GM role during the downtimes during these last two decades. But he didn't trade Xander. He didn't trade Mookie. He didn't trade most of our farm for Matt fucking Harvey. Or Cole Hamels, like guys who immediately would have turned into lemons and right. set us up for the next two titles. So it's like sometimes it's the trades you don't make that end up Definitely. being more important than the ones you do. Definitely. The Panthers are not winning no World Series in the next two years. I guarantee it. Yeah, no, it's not with the I Braves uh, going public. No, we'll get to that. They don't, um, <laughs> they, they don't have the bats <laughs> to pull it off. They don't have the bullpen. <laughs> Griss says, uh, if we give up Hutch, we might have the worst defense ever for two years, and this fan base would not be able to cope. Counter. Yes, you would. <laughs> That's how I feel with the Panthers. Hey, this is the goodwill you have. What do you do? They've been through it this far. They're going to stick through this, too. What, 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 they, they've uh, tipped their hand. Not me. Uh, what you say, school? People don't swear off their team. They just start wearing paper bags on their head. They still buy tickets. <laughs> you still pay $80 for parking. Drive there, yeah. A Bengals fan was sleeping on like the roof of a skyline chili for months because they were going winless, and then they got borrowed, and then they were in the Super Bowl. No one wasn't sleeping on the roof anymore. So, like, yeah, people people are not about that quit the team life. Like, Tyler's the only person I've seen do it, and even he still like looks back every once in a while. I for sure don't. Uh, It's way too easy. (laughs) It's it's not even looking back. I can just look from the top at all and still see the same exact shit. I can see the right. same exact things. Um, There's one other the position. So they were I fun think. again. What the? What are you saying, Cole? There's one other position group I think is undraftable at where they're currently getting drafted. Um, 
because I think we focus too much on the first round. There's too much value in the second round to be taking five, four wide receivers. Amari Rogers, Tutu Atwell. Uh, you can't be taking these short guys. Like, they're not all going to be unplayable. Some will turn out in the NFL. They'll probably have shorter careers because they can't take that. But, like, we haven't seen a guy that size have a super long career. And I'm not talking, like, 5'10". There's plenty of 5'10". Guys. Rondell Moore, who's only now just even being he used a giant now. correctly. Yeah, yeah he, it's like you cannot be taking... Five five guys in the second round. Like if you want them, if you want to try it as a gadget guy, yeah, take them in the fourth, the fifth. Make it day three. It I was saying day a- three. I can't. Even, I can't even give away day four at this point for a gimmick. Well, if I, you think it's gonna be a hope, it's gonna be a gimmick guy. If it's I like a compensatory it. round four pick, I'm not gonna like uh, lose my shit over it. But like, I, I just get whoever there in the fifth. These, these day two guys that are just so small, it's like the chances of them truly panning out, it's just already against you. And you're going to use a premium, especially a team like the Rams. You know what I mean? You take two, two out. Well, when you already don't have that many high picks, and he may have been a third. I can't remember. It was a day um, two pick. So for sure. It was day two third. for sure. Yeah. It's just um, like yeah, a guy who at best is going to be a punt returner for you when you're already getting rid of every other pick you have like you can't be doing that i understand if you want receiver that's fine i have no problem with the position the type of player is where and you've already taken cooper cup you know what i mean like you've proven you can draft good receivers that the rest of the league isn't like staring at but man oh man well then the money you have you spent on Allen robinson right how's that going so it's there Blowing resource. I'm looking at just because I know in this draft there are there's a lot of edge guys projected like last half of the first round, and I'm just look like they start 18. Tyree Wilson, Nolan Smith from UGA. They got a couple guys wrapping up the first round. I'd be like, we we're just gonna find one of these guys. We again, we found Brian Burns. We found DJ Moore later than other people had them. Let's trust ourselves. Let's trust our. Our Scott Nolan Smith's the interesting one because he's like kind of a linebacker. They think he's going to be an edge, but he's kind of just a freak athlete. And they're like, "What's he going to play?" And he's also hurt this year, which I get. I guess hurts his stock if, <laughs> with knowing how the NFL looks at injuries. <laughs> Crazy. So yeah, I don't. It would be a very Seattle pick. Like, what if we just take him and just figure it out, man? Uh, I've seen him going in the top of second in some mocks. Like that feels like a mistake <laughs> by most teams. If they like, if- yeah, I mean, he is that athlete. If you really just don't, I guess my thing would be, is he lost at a position or is he like new to a Like, like, does he look lost at linebacker because he hasn't got all his reps there because you play him everywhere? Or has he been a linebacker all his life that just hasn't stuck? He just happens to be a crazy athlete. I'd be willing to risk it. Again, in the 20s, it's the Seahawks' second pick. I don't see why not. It's the exact kind of thing they do, and then he ends up being all pro for 10 years. <laughs> well, say, force thinking, because they're like, yeah, no, the guy just did not know how to play football. But, yeah, I don't hate betting on the pedigree, and if the injury, it's, show, it's something upper, like shoulder, chest, something, maybe pick. Yeah, but, he stinks for the Seahawks, then he has four good years for the Raiders, and back to the Seahawks, all pro season. Yep. Retires with the eighty-seven and a half sacks in four years. I mean, uh, I see multiple. I see running backs in the first round. Man, this draft is gonna 
think. There's multiple first round running backs. Mm-hmm. You think I where's Bichon's up at thirteen now? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah, I'm gonna with the car. I'm gonna faint, dude. Would you say, Cole? No, it's like honestly, does he make it past Atlanta? Listen, Atlanta got six running backs now. None of them highly <laughs> taken. I think Arthur Smith has a tight. Yeah, and running course, up wide receiver that blocks. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Get in Jigba. Yeah, all 190 was it 198 of them out there throwing his body around. Bijan, that would be a, a, such a Cardinals thing. Also, when James Conner is cons- every time I see James Conner run, he throws somebody off the screen with a stiff arm <laughs> when he's healthy. So yeah, love to pay a running back and then also draft one first round. That's what's. I know this is like this is not what the Cardinals are thinking, but. Would it surprise anyone if this is what the Cardinals were thinking? For sure not. I, I learned, they don't get that benefit of the doubt. Yeah, I, what, uh, <laughs> what do you say, school? I learned something about the Cardinals watching Hard Knocks today. Oh, boy. Um, I'm scared to ask, but I want to know. Colt McCoy is Cliff Kingsbury's ideal quarterback. He doesn't want a Kyler Murray. He wants a Colt McCoy. He wants someone that does two steps, gets the ball out. Mm-hmm. Kyler is two steps run around 10 seconds that's not gonna work is Pete Karen Russell Wilson yeah yeah it's like I will take a less ta- less talented less pedigreed quarterback whatever less heralded because he will do exactly what the offense calls for him to do mm-hmm. and then you have a super talented guy that's like I'm way too talented to do that shit like I could just <laughs> I could run around for eight seconds and they can't catch me why would I take two steps turn and throw it eight yards that's boring mm-hmm. and we see how it worked out for both of those teams at least the seahawks got a, a, a chip out of it first but no nah, if they drafted a Bijan, and if the bills draft jameer gibbs again the bills are not a running back away like again that's not your no, i don't think they would do that they'll I use a day know, two man. pick on them i don't on a running back i don't think they'll I mean, I'd love them to. That'd be great for me. Uh, but I don't, I don't think they'll do that. I thought the Chiefs were too smart, too, and they got cute. They got cute yeah. after they won the Super Bowl, and they drafted Clyde Edwards-Alaire. So I I just don't know. That is tough. Uh, says, nah, Cliff wanted K1. The only reason he went to the cards, he can want the player, but he wants him to play a different way. Right. Everybody wanted Kyler. He went first in the draft. You know what I mean? So I that part tracks. But I, I feel like it's both sides. You're thinking, yeah, I'm going to get this superstar athlete in to play my type of ball. We can't lose. Mm-hmm. And Kyler's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm going to get to take my superstar talent and elevate this whack-ass play calling. We can't lose. And they've been losing. Also, I don't, I don't think... I don't think Kyler and Cliffs in the game, the last game, I don't think they stood near each other on the sideline for a single play. I don't think they like each other. No, no. no. And they don't have to. That's what but I, mean. yeah. I, I bet Kyler would play that way for a coach that, like, knew what he was doing. Like, I think it's just but like a lack of respect. Right, yeah, I don't think he respects. And Cliff, honestly, has done nothing to deserve the respect. Like, he's, he was bad in college. Like he's saying that to Kyler, though. Right. And where it's like, okay, can y'all not find some common ground? Like, we can both help each other. Uh, but instead, it's like, you haven't done anything. You haven't done anything. It's like, well, I, I went 500 in college. I made the college football playoff and we got smoked. I'm the top dog here. So, uh, 
And now they're sitting there drafting running backs at 13. I'm, <laughs> it's like I'm going to hurl, dude. The Bears figured out Fields faster than Cliffs figured out Kyler, and they got quite the head start. Listen, man, I'm telling you, the, whoever the genius is, I just don't need them picking the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Same with Shanahan. You can, if you, just because you can scheme it up, that don't mean you're the right guy to pick the, the Jims and the Joes. I still don't think it's still not known who the 49ers, because it's like there are still reports, not like yesterday, but there are still reports that um, Shanahan wanted Mac at three. Like he didn't want uh, Trey Lance. And it still makes sense to me. Like I, like he he got to a Super Bowl with Matt Ryan. He got to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. Neither of those guys are and and um and the 49ers, it's like Trey Lance is more Kaepernick than those guys. You know what I mean? Like he runs around, he's got like the crazy arm, not polished coming into the league. Same similar write-up. So it's like, yeah, the guys he's won with or come close to winning with are more <laughs> Mac Jones plays more like those two guys than at least like stature wise and like right. how they're talked about. So yeah, it's, uh, did I, oh, I thought I died for a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and it's like, no, he got overruled to take Trey Lance and you saw how he played when Trey or how he called games when Trey Lance was in there. Didn't seem cool. like a guy he yeah. liked all that much. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, Hey, I probably like this guy. And they're like, yeah, but we can't take him three. And if I'm Shanahan, it's like, I kind of don't care where you take him. I, I didn't like tell you to trade off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, if they would have, st- what was it, twelve? Was it? Was, Sounds was right. It tw- I think it was twelve. That's what they used three picks to get up to three, I believe. They it's traded like they just, back. Yeah, they, they traded with the Dolphins because then the Dolphins immediately traded I, back up with Philly. Is that what happened? Yeah, I was trying. It was yeah, Dolphins, Eagles, 49ers Somehow, Dolphins. I don't know. Traded back to trade up or something. It was yeah, something. Along those lines, but if like if they just stayed at twelve, Fields went in what eleven or ten, and then Mac Jones went in with fifteen. Yes. What if you just stayed at twelve? Why did yeah? Why did you all trade up? The talk, the talk leading up to the draft for like a month was: Are these are five quarterbacks just going to go one through five? (laughs) And I was like, No, that will not happen. And then as we got even closer, it was like. One of these quarterbacks might fall to Tampa at thirty-two. Like, like one of these guys may barely stay in the league. Uh, yeah, and it was like, because that was the other part. It was like, we know all five won't be great, which is tough when you. It's like, all right, we're gonna take one, and it's a, it's a. I love a conceding that. Yeah, love. Right. Conce- nobody's good at this. There's not five good ones. We will throw our hat into the ring uh, yeah, to possibly fail, to fail yeah. bigly, yes. And right now it looks like three teams may have failed. Uh, one of them taking the last of the five, uh, and then the other one's <laughs> taking the second and third of the five. So, tough scene. You, you got to address Rack, man. They say you got to stop sipping that Mac Kool-Aid, man. Every week you come on here and you sip that Mac Jones Kool-Aid, McMahon. That's me. Yeah, <laughs> he's the number one Big Mac fan. fan. It's honestly the number it's one Mac, Mac fan is, oh. is 
is Dan Orlovsky, who goes on TV every day now, I think, and it's just like, it's not his fault. It's these guys' fault. No one ever talks about why all those other guys play better when Zappy's in, but for some reason, when Mac's out there, it all goes to shit. And someone's going to say, what about the second half of the Bears game? What about the other eight games Max played? Like, there's a much larger sample size of Mac playing, like, dog shit this year than there is of Zappy. So that's where it's like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I... We all love Mac, yeah. I yeah, Matt, like... I, I did get a I got a long paragraph DM uh telling me demanding I yell at Coldy for his Kershaw takes. Uh, oh, get him get him straight, school. Oh, Set him boy. straight. I saw people in the chat talking about why I am anti Kershaw yesterday. They were figuring it out as we were at break. It was insane. They were like, "Oh, the Giants won three World Series in a decade. You weren't talking about." Yes, yes, and yeah, they did. That's the they guy won three World Series with no offense. No offense on that team. So, yeah, Kershaw could dice them up in the regular season. Congrats. They did not win. Madison Bumgarner, uh, pull up his uh, baseball reference, Scoob. I want to see his World Series ERA. I think it's .24. I think it's .24 is his career World Series. was dealing for a minute, yeah. So, yeah, they did not win those off. Like, Can we collectively name five offensive giants from that era? Because I know I know three. Bochy. Gabe Kapler. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bobby Bonds. Um Oh, oh, Evan Longoria. That's one. He was not there for the World Series. Buster Posey. <laughs> now. <laughs> Buster Posey had to be there. Buster, Buster Posey. Posey was there. That's one. Cody Ross was there for one or two. Brandon Belt. I think it was just one. Was Brandon Belt a guy on these teams? Mike Yastrzemski. Yeah. <laughs> Was not there. This is, these are twenty seven Yankees we live. We got you in a box, Mick. The yeah, Kershaw Max used Bumgarner. to mow down uh, Gehrig, Ruth, <laughs> Dimaggio, uh, Pablo. How could I forget Pablo, Pablo Sandoval. Sandoval? There's two. Pat Bure, Aubrey Huff. <laughs> the fact that it's taking count very no long. It's yeah, taking very long. <laughs> <laughs> he don't count no more. Uh, whose page no, is this? He, school? This is Mad Bums. This man go to oh, his yeah. uh, World Series because that's when he was yeah, dealing. Like postseason game log. I think they should mm-hmm. have. I think it's uh, at the top. Uh, more Bumgarner pages. Yeah, there. We, yeah, postseason pitching game logs. I think is what we're looking for. There we go. Mad bum. What Just a, a dog. So this is what twenty. 20- Fourteen. Okay, so twenty ten was it? He pitched in the twenty ten twelve. Yeah, because they won it every two years. It was ten twelve. So in the World Series, in the World Series in twenty ten, he won four nothing. In twenty twelve, he won two nothing. In twenty fourteen, he won five nothing, and then three two. It took him four World Series games to give up a run. (laughs) But we want to talk about the Giants' offense. That was my whole fucking point. NL West was not offense. For 20 years. And then the team that brought the offense was the team Kershaw plays for. So we want to talk about Clayton Kershaw going up against these all-time lineups. The fuck out of my face. I saw people slandering the Blue Jays, Scoob. Honest to God, the Carlos Delgado, Ooh. Vernon Wells, Blue Jays were brought into this. Those two players would have won MVPs playing in the NL West. <laughs> Not the baby yeah. blues. Yeah, Come what did Vernon on. Wells do? What the... Well, I was, I was, uh, Alex Rios was, his name was dragged through the mud. I wouldn't, I can't stand for it. Won't stand for it. Uh, one your eBay hours. You're not, you have a five inning save in here? Um, 
right here? Is this this one right here? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not, that's not how to start. So he probably didn't even give up runs that game. <laughs> he came in bottom of the first. Uh, Just dealing. This was the, that's how they won. They won with this. Was it Sergio Romo in the pen? Like, that's what they did. They won with pitching. They did not win with offense. 86 win team. <laughs> that's right. They were barely scraping into the playoffs. <laughs> They had the three pitchers win those three, get smoked the other two, <laughs> and win the World Series. <laughs> Joe Panic. Oh, Hunter Pence. Oh, man. Now I remember. Yeah, Hunter Pence these. was good. Hunter Pence. I remember that guy. Whatever happened. Mike Morse. Mike Morse was hitting 300, sir. Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson was there. Oh, yeah. I remember Brian Wilson. Matt Cain. Oh, man. Nah, yeah, this Matt is my era of. This is my era naming dudes, man. Hosmer, Lorenzo Cain, Billy Butler. Wow. Moustakis. Jeremy Guthrie. Omar. Wow. Omar Fonte. Yeah, the pitching was crazy. The offense was not timely. Certainly timely, but these are these are not offensive eruptions. Like these are close games. These were like Baumgartner had to give up no runs because <laughs> otherwise they were not going to win. I remember finding out like Buster Posey like a great prospect. And I was like, man, this guy hitting two something. They're like, nah, he's a catcher. And it was back when being a catcher, you had to be a good actual catcher to be a good prospect. Last of a dime, Bree. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't know. Like Kershaw is a Hall of Fame. That's... People that love taking my takes and ignoring everything I say. Kershaw's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> when he gets compared to like the Pedros and the Clemenses and the Randy Johnson of the world, that's when I have a problem with it. Simple. I've always thought he sucks and he's not in my <laughs> Hall of Fame. So. <laughs> sucks is a bit extreme, school. What, uh, what's your beef? I heard the McMahon's beef with him. What's your beef with him? I've personally always associated him with his playoff because I don't watch baseball, you know? So the only time I watch is playoffs and I always just see him get lit the fuck up. So he's always sucked to me. I've I've been bitten by that before because I'll bet, I'll bet against him in the regular season. He's pretty damn good during that time. He's excellent. So, excellent. So I, I, I lose a lot of bets because I forget that. Well, so what, do you think of, what do you think of Verland? Do you feel of Verland the same way? Uh, no, Verlander's always been pretty good. I've always thought he's good. Till he Verlander, gets to the <laughs> Well, no, Verlander's only world. shit in the World Series. Like, Kershaw's <laughs> shit in every round. That's the difference. Like, Kershaw's, <laughs> Kershaw's shit the second the, caliger, yeah, the calendar turns to October. Verlander, he's shit. Like, he'll get you to the World Series, and then he's like, it's on you guys. I'm, I'm out. I'm <laughs> Fair. Uh... Yeah, no, we did, did have our Cy Young unanimous Cy Youngs in both leagues. For the first time I saw since 19, I think it's 68. So I had to look up 1968. I said, man, what the hell was going on then? Uh, Denny McLean. It was the year he won 31 games. They gave him the MVP. I think it's fair. Uh, but number two here, freehand for Detroit. If you could just highlight his numbers in uh, Yaz from Boston. Yaz is just clearing them. But this is back when if you didn't make the like, if you didn't make the playoffs, that was it. If you didn't make the World Series, that was it because there was no playoffs. Um, 
Oh yeah, you could do, said, yeah, 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 number nine. I don't know if we'll let you do out of order. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, you can. sorry. I heard Boston and assumed the guys next to each other. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Ten and a half war for Yaz. Ninth place. It's tough out here, man. Yaz had uh, such a tough career because he just wasn't. He just wasn't Ted Williams. That was it. That was the reason people didn't like him. And then he was mean to the media back oh, because yeah. they would say you're not Ted Williams. So that was Was he it. right after uh, Williams? I don't think it was. I can't remember how oh, they never overlapped. Right? I don't think so. Okay. I don't yeah. think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Also, I feel like sometimes why they hate is like he, he was supposed to be the anointed one. Like his last year was ter Ted's last year was his first year. And then they were like, nope, not as good. Uh, and that was just that. So McLean won the MVP and the Cy Young. And then the other league, Bob Gibson won, I believe, the MVP and the Cy Young. Only people that got votes. They said, come on, man. Look at the Cy Young voting. Scroll down a little bit if you care. <laughs> y'all cash y'all's ballot, man. Who you got? McLean and Ain't no second place votes. Ain't no third place. Why? Let's not waste anybody's time. How many innings pitched? 336 innings pitched. <laughs> 336 innings. He started 41 games and completed 28 of them. Do we do we think guys today could do that and they just don't have them anymore? Or could they just not do that anymore? I don't think Bob they could Gibson. anymore. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you can be Bob Gibson's are so rare. Like he got basketball scholarships to nebraska like that's and he was like a gold glove boxer like bob gibson's an all-time athlete he's not all-time like ass kicker too big time yeah he was, i'll <laughs> throw it inside twice like, come do something about it hey i'm globetrotter bob gibson that's right yeah so it's um alcantara had what six complete games this year saw, he um, led the in led the league in innings with i think 228 uh that'd been a good month of june for bob gibson <laughs> <laughs> i think you could see more complete games like i do think there's mm. something to like pitchers who pitch more often are, are likely to be healthier but to this level is i don't know i don't Mount know practice. we'll see it again yeah i don't know we'll see it again yeah i just 13 shutouts for bob games <laughs> I feel like they couldn't just because the pitching, like the way they throw and stuff, their their elbows. Even like if you watch in slow motion, their arms look all fucked up. I don't think you could do oh, that. Yeah. Listen, nobody's supposed to do any. You're not supposed to throw a baseball ever. Nonetheless, uh, hundred times there. every four games, ain't no way. If you showed a caveman a baseball, was like throw this, they would kill you and a baseball. Like no, nobody will ever uh, get in on this. Man, man was born to throw the ball back and forth. Bob Gibson was made to throw the ball back and forth. Uh, Hank, Hank Aaron told rookie Dusty Baker, like they played Bob Gibson the first time. He was like, that's Bob Gibson. Don't look at him. <laughs> if he smiles, don't smile back because you shouldn't be looking at him. If he dusts you off, if he hits you with the pitch, just walk to first. Don't get mad because he's a gold glove boxer. And he will like let you have it after the so just, just hidden get hit in the bat, you say thank you, sir. And you go to first base. And you look at that all Hall of Fame careers, because Dusty Baker listened to good advice. <laughs> yeah, like Joseph, no days off to get sore, man. Yeah. I do there is 
because there was no type of back then like well you can't throw a curveball until you're 16 there was none of that back then but these guys were still throwing 300 innings for can you click let me see denny mclean's career i know about gibson's but what yeah I don't like know. Did, did he fall off after this did he i feel like seven this was just the norm back then. yes Ain't no way it's seven. Two, two. two. All right, two. Two. I was just, Jesus Christ. I think only Clemens <laughs> got like seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, Clemens and Randy. Let's see. So what? That was sixty-eight. Mm-hmm. But outside, yeah, for consecutive two twenty, two sixty-four, two thirty-five, three thirty-six, three twenty-five. Then a gap. Then two sixteen, and he never hit a hundred again. So it's like, yeah, we. Guys now probably could do that if we were just like, yes, we want to burn out your arm immediately. Mm-hmm. It's a wonder Nolan Ryan played 10 years, nonetheless 30. Yeah, I just, I remembered when I was, I was finding that one thread with all the funny names. It was just crazy how many guys in the 19 whatever, they would suffer an injury and they'd be like, oh yeah, I couldn't throw a ball regular anymore. So I had to invent the curveball just to keep pitching, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That was the hardest I could throw it. Uh, yeah, was, it was a knuckler. It didn't move. So that was the beginning of the knuckleball. There, there was one guy who changed like three teams because each team he they would realize, oh, his arm is cooked, you know, after a couple starts. Mm-hmm. But he wouldn't tell him that until he pitched a few, you know, because it was of course back then you just lie, you know. Well, listen, everybody else arm cooked too. I, also, is it cooked or I just threw three hundred fifty-seven innings and I'm tired? Am I cooked or am I tired? Well, I also wonder because there was no off-season pitching. Like there was right. no, you didn't go to Puerto Rico, you didn't go to the Dominican, you didn't go to Mexico, Venezuela, and you put one of them rubber playing. bands behind your back, and it just shook your belly a little no, bit. No, you'd go to work. <laughs> you'd get a job. <laughs> so it was like, I, and then you just showed up. You'd get a, a telegram saying when spring training was. <laughs> And then you'd have to quit that job and then go back to being a baseball player for less money. So you'd have I have to wonder... put it on hiatus. You were like, listen, you don't give away my work. You know I work well. It's like, I don't know, Mr. DiMaggio. Uh, I'll be I'll be back next autumn. Honest. Hey, I wonder <laughs> if I wonder if that's what it was. It was like, yeah, I didn't even look at a baseball because I didn't have time. I do think there's something because even then, like training back then, guys just it wasn't all baseball all the time. Guys would box and play tennis and swim and work and lift heavy boxes and all that stuff during the right. off season. And now it not only is it pitch all the time now, it's pitch all the time since you're ten. So I, f- I feel like they put in these, these same exact innings on arms. You just had those innings on your arm by the time you're nineteen. Now hits hits are getting preemptive, Tommy John. Yeah. They think it works. Uh, I, I'm not ready to concede that it does or does not work. Yeah, I was say, do we have enough data to suggest either way? I don't, it's still relatively it's, still I think too it's still early. too new. I think it's yeah. still too new. But like, mo- yeah. like you do come back throwing harder. <laughs> I'm like 100% of the time, which is very peculiar. Um, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't cut myself open uh, hoping everything worked out. Not intentionally. Uh, right. I, I put, yeah, not intentionally, but I, I, like Bob Gibson probably threw a curveball when he was seven. Uh, what do you say, Scoop? I, I wonder if there was like a guy before they invented those surgeries who could have been the best of all time, but his, his shit just got so fucked up and they couldn't fix it. They were like, hey, man, sorry. It's over Dude, it's for probably, you. It's legit. I used to have a teacher like legit from the era. was like, yeah, he played football at Florida State, got drafted. 
her, tore his ACL one time and it's like, well, sorry for your luck, kid. Like, there was just no even... Wow. There was no rehab. There was no nothing. It was like, I knew it was time to get a job. That's just what it was. Wow. And I think I've slick went the other way on injuries. Now guys come back sooner than ever, but they you just if you're just not the same... Right. Why I saw uh, Dante Foreman. It's been five years since he tore his Achilles. And just last year, he started looking like college Deontay Foreman. Cam Akers tore that shit last calendar year. And it was like, oh, well, he's back out. There. I think like Odell. And he'll be back out. I just don't know what kind of impact. I expect the Cowboys. You're going to have him and Gallup recovering from AC. Like that's going to be your receivers for a playoff stretch. I don't know. Just because you I can, should you? I think that's also where it's like skill versus ability comes into play. Like if you're Definitely. like Emmanuel Sanders is a guy I think about a lot because he, I think mm. he got multiple injuries if I remember correctly, Probably. but he was a skilled route runner. So it was like, yeah, he lost, he doesn't run a 4-2 four, four anymore. He runs a 4-4, four, four. but he has the skill to yeah. still get open where it's like, yeah, like Jamison Williams is a guy I worry about, you know what I mean? Because he mm. was... I'm not saying he's unskilled or anything like that, but he was known for his speed. And yeah. so it's like, yeah, if his speed isn't there and he's missed a crucial development year, um, then yeah, it's like, what will he look like? And now he's trying, like, will he come back this year still? Like, it's yeah. not like the Lions have anything to play for, but do you want to get him some NFL action so it's not just like a whole extra year without football do you want next year game one if the lions are trying to contend or compete whatever which they probably won't be but if if it's like they don't hey, know we that. Want... Yeah. <laughs> right it's like do we want this guy to actually do we not want this to be his first game week one where he could have got that experience last year so it's a lot it's a lot to weigh yeah. even if i think he'll ultimately be okay there is a lot yeah I, I, and i would lean toward the latter honestly like I, I get wanting to you to get some reps in your first year, but it's like at what again you tore he tore his in January. Right. So what we're pushing this for what? You could you got some snaps in, but you're not yourself. You still don't feel like you can fully trust it yet. So I would just be like, we I put this year on ice, honestly. Yeah. Like I if we started well and his recovery is going well, maybe. Right. His recovery could still be going well. It's not going well for us as a team. So let's just Let's just not. I'd prefer not to. Currency uh, had cool. a good question. Um, what percent did eighty nine say you lose after each surgery? Uh, that was for Coley. He was saying like it's a percentage every time you, every time you get cut open, you lose about Stafford, something. right? Well, he was talking about Stafford, but he was talking about just injuries just in, gen in general. Right. Every time, because he said it was when he was like a player rep. And they were doing either like collective bargaining or something. He said he was snooping. He's... Yeah, snooping in <laughs> files. Uh... Steve Smith on a trench coat, like a hat, like, <laughs> in the back of the room. <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, there's, there's a reason players like part of liability insurance and all this is like the second you get hurt, you know you're losing. And it's I think the Thanks point was right. it's different person to person, different. Definitely procedure to procedure so but it was like every time you go under the knife you will lose you you will never be the same guy as before right definitely and yeah that was even more make me think of the rams i was like man i sure wish i had them rams picks because i do believe them that that arm is one good snap from falling off the bone like entirely uh i feel like a 
part of that loss is mental. And I'm, I'm some of that's def like inevitable that you will have yeah. to overcome. But it just feels like I don't know if it's Achilles or ACL in general. It's that'll be fine, but it puts the, the pressure on other stuff. It's right. like you tore the right knee, but now your left heel's having some issues. You're having some back issues, some hip issues. So I would just be like, let's just, yeah, can we not? Like, can we just not uh, I mean, this year? Hayward, but, Hayward has never been the same guy since that injury. And it was a traumatic injury but for sure. But I remember us talking like he had never got hurt ever for a right. second of his life leading up to that point. And it's like, you don't want someone to get hurt earlier in their life. But when you do get hurt earlier and you're like, right. oh, yeah, I came back. Um, when your first injury is when you're 28. 29 however old he was like and he that has type never of injury yeah yeah he's never looked like the same guy since he's had flashes but he's never been the guy that was coming out of utah yeah we like that and to take a break here in a second but i think of oladipo when you're saying that like a guy that just and now lonzo ball is it just one of those things where did a surgery go wrong did a, a body not respond well because we were talking verlander earlier he had tommy john what last year Sounds right, yeah. I think last year, and they were like, but he had some sort of previous like core, like complicated core surgery that his body just adapted well to. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe if it is some guy's like, no, he just takes well to rehab, whatever. And I'm trying to read too much of chat. That was my problem. <laughs> no, I saw a college pitching coach. He said, guys that come back from Tommy John, they, they come fully back. They do the rehab and can mentally handle it. That's a lot. I think the men- yeah, mental part is huge since tearing my Achilles last year. Every time I hoop a small part of me worries about it happening again. And I think, I believe Jamal Murray said something to that effect not long ago. It's like, it's just, I know I have to get there. Because I know, like, he's driving the lane, I think he was talking about. There's plays, like, I would just take off and dump, not even think about it. Right. And now there's the thought in my mind, can I take off from there? I know I could before. Now can I take off from there? Will my I- leg hold up if I take off from there? So it, it's definitely definitely some mental. I, I think the the second or the, the part of that that I think it's overlooked is he says if you do the rehab and I do think some people take rehab crazy serious it's like anything you some, some people take practice really seriously some people like take routes off take plays off other people never do but if you're one of those guys who takes reps off and in, in, in the in the weight room and stuff like that when it comes to rehabbing if you're applying that same uh, right. work ethic to rehab yeah you won't recover the same as someone like jj watt who takes everything far too seriously like i'm sure he rehabs tremendously um, better than he plays so, <laughs> yeah so there's it's there's a lot of it's not just the surgery like a, a lot yeah. gets put on the surgery the recovery and it it a lot of it is like are you working with the right trainers does your team have the right yeah. trainers to guide you through rehab correctly so yeah there's a and lot that, yeah are y'all on the same it could be the right trainer but if y'all not on the same page as we see um think about La- said, lonzo ball no during school. this yeah. yeah lonzo was i was gonna say Lamelo. he finally came back and then immediately twisted his ankle again yeah which sucked uh yeah acuna with the ACL, it's just like hey the knee just isn't like moved to full-time DHing. Like the knee just isn't what it was. It's like, yeah, you tore this less than a count or about a calendar year ago. And I think it was RG3. I remember talking or the trainers, maybe it's the trainers working with him. It's like, we, we tried to get week one out of his head. 
because it was like, okay, I want to be ready for week one. And rehab guys will be like, I want to be ready for week one. And you will be ready for week one. Will you be ready for week 16? Because you were so shooting, like, you know what I'm saying? So it can be a bad thing to be like, no, okay, I want to get some reps in by this day. It's normally a 12-month injury by 12 months or by 10 months. And they're not all 12-month injuries. We just see. So I think I'd lean – before, I'd probably go aggressive. It's like, yeah, now they're back. Now I think I'd lean hesitant because you're on the field, but you're not you yet. I think it's sport by sport too because For sure. I know baseball, and it's team by team, but I know baseball, when guys on the Red Sox get hurt, they rehab, even if it's during the season, in Arizona. And it's like, you're so far away from the team. I, I know Arian Foster talked about it a lot. Like when you're hurt in the NFL during the season, you might as well not be on the right. team because guys don't want to be near you because they a lot of NFL guys are superstitious. They're like, well, if you're right. hurt, I'm going to catch it. Like, that's not how it works. But people right. are like, they kind of treat you like an outcatcher. You're not in meetings. You're constantly getting treatment. You're constantly in different parts of the building as everyone else. And yeah, that's where the mental part comes in because not only are you like, am I ever going to feel like myself, people are treating you differently. So it's just like, yeah, it's it's a mental grind for sure. You want to get back sooner so you're, you, you get frustrated when you're not making as much progress as you think you should make. And I'm sure a lot of guys who it's like, oh yeah, I started benching 185 when I was 14 and by the time I was 15, I was at... 310 you know what i mean like when right. when other things have come to you so easily but there's no shortcuts for this i'm sure that's wildly frustrating for world-class athletes who have never who could get away with and i don't even say Anything, shortcuts yeah. is a derogatory but yeah other people who have to run extra sprints just to get into similar shape as you who are just kind of born that way right yeah i'm sure i'm sure rehab is very frustrating yeah, it's like people that can just like go running two times and drop 15 pounds. And it's people that have to like change everything they have to do for two weeks. And high school rehab, pounds. high school rehab, when you're competing against people for scholarships, I can't imagine how many corners are cut. But, I, well, I mean, it, it, well, now you talk, it's not scholar, but it's millions of dollars. Because it's like, okay, yeah. I, I have yeah. to get back. I have to get some good film on tape. I'm about to be a free agent. If I'm going to be a free agent after the season, I got to be back from this Achilles, ACL, whatever, get some tape. So you get back, but you put terrible tape on film, but you were back. So I don't know. Let, uh, let's take a quick break. Let's uh, from a doc, the, the medical hour uh, of TWF. <laughs> um, let's take a quick five. We'll come back. We got some, some round ball to talk. Plenty of round ball. Also, there was some MLB tampering. I'm sad to to report we can discuss uh but yeah we'll take five thumbs up on the youtube please and thank you subscribe you'll want to join us in chat after the break we'll take a five minute break and catch everybody on the other side welcome back happy thursday hour two thank you for joining us thank you for giving us a thumbs up on the youtube subscribing so you can chat with us the boys are here and i again i, I regret to inform there's some tampering allegations i'm seeing in the mlb Mick, have you seen this? Makes me sick. Have you seen this? Um, Sources investigating whether the Mets and Yankees communicated improperly on Aaron Judge. I just... We used to be a proper country. You know what I mean? Things used to be above the table. And now this. What what does this mean? Like they're trying to trade him or 
like trying to contact him to sign him when they shouldn't be. I just texted Aaron. Aaron, uh, <laughs> it's me, the Mets. Uh, well, it's like you can talk, like the free is open, and the Yankees have always had Aaron Judge. So the only thing I can, I haven't read the story. The only thing I can think is the Yankees called the Mets and said, stay away. Please, yeah. <laughs> Please don't show him all your big money dollars. Um, we're very scared of you. Yeah, what? What does this mean? Mets Yankees communicated improv. What's the communication on the Yankees? Like, I, I get why the Mets are trying to communicate, but if free agency has technically opened up and he is a free agent, then they can communicate with him, right? Yeah, that's why the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, Fender, the Mets agreed to try not to sign Judge because the Yankees are poor. Um, Why would the Mets agree to that, though? Beats me. I don't Yeah, I don't... <laughs> Under the table deal. But what, what would they get that Steve Cohen can't already get? And he I could just ha- he could have that and Aaron Judge. Draft pick. Um, no, we can't do that. Basically, that would be too. That's what I'm Basically, Mets said they wouldn't outbid the Yankees. What? Why? Like, did they? I don't. What am I missing here? They said they wouldn't outbid the Yankees. Basically, said the Mets saying uh, they won't outbid the Yankees for Judge to keep player prices down. So yeah, textbook collusion. So I guess they're yeah. saying we're not going to come in with the hundred million dollar over what you're asking type offer. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, uh, they just don't want to get embarrassed when they lose next season again. Oh, we spent $100 million more on Aaron Judge than everyone else offered, and we still lost. Uh, what the Yankees going to do? <laughs> and I think they should have the right to do it. Um, so much like, yeah, I did see the Astros, Jerry Jones, Astro Man. Uh, it said something about said that Verlander is looking for Scherzer prices, and I was like, "Well, free he hadn't opened up. How you know that?" Uh, yeah, yeah. People in chat yesterday were saying he wants three for hundred thirty million. I bet he does. He's forty eight. <laughs> Listen, Aaron Judge gonna be forty eight by the end of this contract. The Mets are agreeing not to give him. <laughs> like what? I I don't like this. No. No, this is cowardice. The Yankees are cowards. It is what it is. Versus like back in the day, armies agreed to only walk in straight lines at each other for honor. Uh, Dude, it, I, imagine... I, the, uh, I guess, man. The Revolutionary War, everyone's in a straight line. Oh! Yeah, and that's what, that's what war is about, playing fair. Uh, so the yeah, guerrilla guerrilla warfare came out, and they were like, "Well, this isn't this isn't right." Where's your drummer boy announcing listen, your presence? <laughs> it's not guerrilla war unfair, Mick. Right, that's right. So the the first people yeah. who came to war and didn't go and do the straight line thing, they were probably so pissed at them. They were like, "What the fuck, man? Come on, I don't even want to fight anymore." Listen, first dude that did a duel is like, "We're gonna do ten paces and around four paces." You heard guns cocking. Uh, <laughs> This seems like the Yankees went to the Mets and they were like, please, please don't sign our sweet boy. And the Mets were like, yeah, sure. Hey, Kamish, can you get a load of this? (laughs) Kiss his ring, too. Yes, please. Okay. Um, Man, what point? And again, if you're the Mets, 
let's say you know it's a dirty game. You the Mets, you supposed to say, man, fuck you. We're gonna pay him twice what you give him just because we can. And this is we're the Mets. Him. Now we're gonna sign him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wasn't interested. Now I must have him. I'm paying him a hundred million dollars a year. But not the billionaire tie is much better. They said, no, nah, we can't. This is bad for the. It's bad for the sport to see MVPs hit the open market and get paid market value. It's nasty all around. And did they not send this memo to everybody? It's just the best. Yeah. You don't so have more suitors than that, you know? I, I, it, it's not like, you don't have to tell the pirates, like, hey, keep the price down. You know what the I mean? Giants, like, if I'm the Giants, though, it's like, hey, I'm not in town with you. I don't care what. But again, they yeah. care more about the, they want to keep it down for the billionaires. That's why. Like you talked, was it yesterday? Bryce Harper just sat there for months. Uh, Harper and Machado were both just available into February. Like pitchers and catchers had been reported, and it was just like, yeah, no, the guys without homes, uh, very strange. Yeah. yeah, baseball's baseball's been tampering with contracts for a while now, um, and the league just has done nothing about it. And now it seems like they're they're going to investigate themselves here um, <laughs> and and find, yeah, no, there was a misunderstanding, but yeah, no, the yeah, Yankees are definitely poor enough to be like, listen, we. <laughs> We can't pay more money. We might as well ask the other rich guy to not uh, pay more. That money. is that is embarrassing. It is. Yeah, the Yankees are embarrassing. Again, I think this is bad for every. I mean, particularly the Yankees, but uh, they just yeah, like got my, swept, and they got swept <laughs> at, after showing a video of the last time they lost four straight in the playoffs. Two of their rivals, like they're not a serious franchise. They call some bad weather, and I feel like you're really overlooking that, Cole. The roof. The roof is <laughs> open. Uh, yeah, listen, Barry Bonds had a tremendous year when he was 39 and then just didn't get signed. Not as a DH, not as a back, not as a nothing. Um, so Med's right. There's no tampering base. Never has been. Mm-mm. Never has been. Punishment's going to fall on Judge. Yeah, whatever contract Judge takes, he gets yelled at because it's going to be too, <laughs> it's going to be seen too much and he ends up the bad guy. The owners who didn't want to, who had to talk to each other to make sure nobody paid him too much. Are gonna look bad, but when Judge gets three eighty over eight from somewhere, it's gonna be oh wow! How could he? How could he make so much money to play a kid's game? I'd play yeah, for free. Franchise poor. Oh. Red Sox haven't proven to be poor yet. They've proven to be like, hey, we'll outspend everyone, but not by a lot uh, for <laughs> for a bad product. That's what they'll do. <laughs> so yeah, I, listen, we start losing Xander and Devers, I'll be the first to call them poor. Mm. They haven't done that yet. But I, I've watched Mookie Betts in a Dodgers jersey sometimes, so something had to happen there. Again, we were still overpaying for the roster even after losing him. But yes, that was a move I've loudly disagreed with. I would have paid for the garbage and let the MVP walk if it was me, school. Uh, my my favorite thing to do is pretend Co- Coley only started having takes when he started being on this show. So I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, we just yeah, sign him tapes. That. Yeah, he's the one that wanted Mookie gone. He was banging that drum. <laughs> it was him. There were there were a loud contingent of fans who were like, "Yeah, get this guy out of here." Uh, and there's still people who track like, "Man, he he's not really performing in the World Series." It's like he just won another Silver Slugger and Gold Glove. I don't know. I think it take him. Nah, that's just extreme cope. It's embarrassing. Well, at least they, I'll say this. I don't think the Red Sox at least sent a memo 
Correct. Yeah. <laughs> no. Correct. Hey guys, uh, heads up before we cheap out. Nobody make us look bad. Okay. Promise. Promise. Dodgers, I need a verbal confirmation that you're going to promise to not make us look bad. Uh, yeah, I need it out loud. Yeah, we yeah. can't. <laughs> yeah, we, okay, we we just can't leave. We stay on that runway. 18 months. Maybe, um, maybe it's just because they're so close by, you know? It's a bad look if the hometown hero or the, the other hometown team outspends you, you know? Oh, it for it's sure. a bad look if anybody outspends the New York Yankees. Yeah. Big time. That's where I will fall on it. So this is, yeah, this is Lakers PPP loan uh, <laughs> business. Yeah, mm-hmm. things haven't gone perfectly in Boston, but my enemies have been doing so much worse that it doesn't even really matter. <laughs> Listen, Cash lost a tough one, double overtime. And you know what keeps me going? Louisville started the season 0-3 with three straight one-point losses. I said, man, oh, man, we got bad business, but we ain't got the worst business. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Afloat. And Posta makes a good point. This memo is extremely funny. Remember, Hal said he'd spend whatever it took on Judge. Well, whatever meant exactly. I think it was a 215 they offered him before the season. He's like, I will spend whatever <laughs> under $216 million. Whatever yeah, it takes. Under two hundred and sixty. Hal's comments are so funny. He's like, we'll spend whatever. <laughs> As long as it's reasonable. And the Yankee fans are like, see, he's not going anywhere. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, Aaron Judge is ready to sign a four for 100. A fair deal for everyone. Uh-huh. It's like I saw someone, uh, some some political person said they, 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 were, they were voting for Donald Trump uh, uh, unless if something terrible about him came out. Like that was the, the thing they did yeah, at the end. <laughs> uh, yeah. If that happened, well, then I'd have to change. But I uh, also, even keeping baseball, the Mariners made a trade for Teoscar Hernandez, and it's going to cost them some money. Oh. Because he, like, arbitration, I saw he's like 14, 15 million. And they said, yes, please. So maybe, I mean, the Mariners, I don't know where they are at, like, payroll wise. Also, great. I love, they should let him play in the Blazer. <laughs> Should let Hernandez play in the blaze. Yeah, um, I think it's something more uh, restrictive to the swing. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, acquired him from the Blue Jays for two. I saw a reliever and a starting. They said the, the starting prospect supposed to be really good, but coming off injury, so I guess potential there. And the Mariners get another slugger. Sound like they're trying to make some hay. Yeah. Between this, the Braves going public. Uh, Yankees might be looking bad. The Yankees, I think they should just send the memo out to everybody. It sounds like everybody's looking to spend, except maybe them. <laughs> Don't send it to the Blue Jays. Blue Jays got all the Yeah. Talk to talk to the Rangers. They're the teams with uh, deep pockets. All of a sudden, they the Mets, of course, are a threat. But yeah, tell tell the Rangers to knock it off. Don't be don't be talking to the Mets. Would yeah, that's my whole thing. If you're sending it, you only want it. We can't have it look bad. That's how you, they just want to save face. Listen, he can go across the country for all I care. Mm-hmm. Right. He can't go across the town. He can't get on the subway with his suitcase. Like, come on. Yeah. Can't play New York or New York um, in, in, uh, as a New York giant. This name here, Adam Mako. I like that name. 
That's real. That's the prospect. Yeah, Mako on the back of a jersey is strong. I, I is. he's a pitcher though. I kind of wish he was a uh, a bat a bat with the name Mako. Who Mako goes wacko. Mako, yeah, yeah. big first baseman. <laughs> yeah, six five, three hundred pound first baseman Mako. Uh, just has his own section. Mm-hmm. They have to reinvent but, a new position for him. This guy's too good. Mm-hmm. But uh, some teams pushing their chips in. Mar- again, Brave saying they're looking to get in the top five in the payroll. We will see. We will see. Um, I had some other news, but I wanted to hear about the even before the the round ball. I wanted to hear about these cocaine boats, man. So it was. Uh... It was 2019. And there was a ship that came in. And I've recently seen people just straight up don't believe this. Um, like, this is this happened. Like, this is on the news. This isn't some deep conspiracy. This happened. There's you. <laughs> it was 2019. This boat comes into Philadelphia. 20 tons of cocaine. <laughs> Not two. 20 tons of cocaina came into the XL, Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was the largest, I believe it was the largest drug bust of all time. Not like for Philadelphia, like all time. <laughs> Those might be one and the same. Right. And it was, it was covered. Uh, it was, uh, the boat was owned by JP Morgan Chase, mm-hmm. which I'm sure people have heard of. Uh, and this might be the only time cops got the street value estimation correct, because I can't even begin to imagine how much uh, 1.3 uh, or 20 tons of cocaine is actually worth. Look, they had it uh, right because they it was on the inventory. The shit yeah. they were looking for, yeah, that's 1.3. Yeah, we know exactly how much that is. They in cahoots. And so this story couldn't have come out at a better time for J.P. Morgan Chase because this was right up against COVID. You know what I mean? Like a, co- <laughs> oh, a couple months later, COVID breaks, and that was that. Like this story, I, I didn't think we were going to hear about this story ever again until a few weeks ago. The story resurfaced. And J.P. Morgan Chase is no longer associated with the story. Three years later. Yeah, what you mean? It was that was not all of our cocaine on the boat, man. That's the <laughs> like when when the story broke, it was like, yeah, JP Morgan Chase owns this boat. <laughs> they abs like that is their boat. There are no two ways about it. This is their boat. The and SS now- JP Morgan Chase. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it was it was like a new boat. It was like two-year-old boat, like brand new built. Wonder where you get boat uh, money from uh, to go from Europe to, I think it was Ecuador, maybe? I can't remember off the top of my head. But it was going basically from Europe to Ecuador to Philadelphia. Um, (laughs) And all of a sudden, three years later, uh, a COVID's happened. Uh, uh, We're on the brink of another financial crisis. Thankfully, the Phillies lost. And J.P. Morgan Chase is no longer associated with this story at all. They one guy's gone to jail. I believe there were five crew members on this ship. It's very funny how they describe what happens. <laughs> just like, yeah, at night they would unload the ship. Sure, 
Uh, That's when you unload ships, man. <laughs> Under the cloak of night. Uh, so several crew members at the time were charged, and now they've pinned it on uh, heavyweight boxer uh, <laughs> Goran Gogic. Dude, I almost thought when I glanced at the article, it was Goran Dragic. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, I, yeah. That was, yeah, Goran Dragic got arrested. They, that was the name they gave him. What's your name? Uh, uh, Bloron Blablich. Uh, so he had, he was like, it was, I was a one-man operation. I loaded all 20 tons. I captained the ship. I swabbed the poop deck. And I sold the cocaine all by myself. And I find that hard to believe. <laughs> Quite hard to believe. Reminds me of a, somebody had a classic the other day. Uh, I said Blue Da Vinci was rapping so bad back with BMF. I said the cops said they knew something was up, man. They like, where they getting all this money from? That rap is terrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's what J.P. Morgan Chase did. Um, wait, so who? So only this individual owns the boat now, or they say who? Who owns the boat? He got caught. But who been, owns it? J.P. Morgan Chase owns the boat. The story was that they leased it at the time to someone else who was using the J.P. Morgan Express. I still find it hard to believe. <laughs> I let my boy borrow my car, man. I come back yeah, and got twenty times uh, and a billion dollars of cocaine in it. Yeah, it's uh like who could JV Morgan Chase realistically be loaning their cargo ship to? Well, it says right You know here, what I mean? Mediterranean Shipping Co. You don't think that's a <laughs> real thing, sir? <laughs> MSC, baby. A Switzerland-based company. Uh, hmm. Switzerland yeah, where... known for its waters. Yes, <laughs> a company that was not set up yesterday, as the article goes out to <laughs> goes on to point out. So it was, yeah, it's just interesting how when you literally control the money, like J.P. Morgan Chase does, and as <laughs> someone pointed out in the chat, they were involved with the Titanic as well, um, and they built two ships. Uh, which I think most people know. Wait, what'd they do with the Titanic? Yeah, wait, what did they do with the Titanic? Oh, nothing. They just kind of sank it uh, <laughs> and, and made a lot of money off insurance by the Titanic sinking. Uh, so J.P. Morgan Chase knows, knows boats. Chase knows ships. <laughs> Known ship knowers, uh, J.P. Morgan. The bank. Let's find out the Michelin uh, food challenge. I said, why is tires and food here? Even if it was explained to me afterwards, I still don't like it. Uh, do I think this boxer was involved? Maybe. Do I think he might just be getting paid to... Uh, like, who's going to know if this guy's in prison is my take? You know what I mean? Like, if they just send him back home, they make a show out of arresting him here, send him back home, they're like, you just can't come to America anymore. I'm sure he's fine with that. We find out this guy's not, it's an artificial intelligence face. He was never even a boxer. Right. Uh, Picking a heavyweight from the last 20 years, that guy might as well have not existed. If it's not a Klitschko, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a real person. It was David Tua's coat. Damn. Um, so, yeah. Previously I, indicted by, yeah, he'll go home to the uh, King's Reward, probably. Without question. Uh, Alta, but I think it's just very funny. JP Morgan Chase, three years later, is just no like scrubbed, like that picture of Beyonce, scrubbed from the internet. JP Morgan Chase <laughs> no longer 
associated with this. Yeah, there will be a, exactly pickles. There'll be a Netflix about this. Yeah, I'll, they'll explain how J.P. Morgan Chase, like, oh no, it was unfair. Like, if J.P. Morgan Chase truly had nothing to do with it, they would sue for libel for all those headlines that you can still pull up. Because it's like uh, obviously people would make the connection, like, oh yeah, they're associating us with this. We had nothing to do with it. They can't sue for libel because there's no libel here. It's their boat. <laughs> they're associated. They were associated up until that night. They leased it out to MSC. What? <laughs> the more we read it, the more it tracks. Yeah, I don't see in it. my head I someone don't... who doesn't want to be uh, looked up. By someone distributing 22 tons of cocaine. This all tracks to me. I don't see Gorin on, on their payroll. He's not on the JP board. I don't see him there. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him in there with the glove. Uh, they didn't have like a real CEO picture. Um, it's our head of security. Uh, <laughs> that's what this feels like. He he just signed for it. He was just there at the docks. Right. Uh, he's Sabatka, man. It's the Gorin Sabatka. The muscle. Mm-hmm. But it's not it, it's not as if our government and uh, banking industries have this clandestine past where they wouldn't get tied up in stuff like this. Like they, the, these kind of companies what, what, what proof have to do you have of that? Ah, it's all hearsay, <laughs> uh, hogwash, really. Um, yeah, uh... but it, it does raise the question: like our border patrol does do a, a, like. I, the only reason I ever see our border patrol catching uh, drugs coming in is because right-wing like governors are always like well where was biden on this one as they're quoting a tweet about how the drugs were confiscated and caught and not brought into the country at all um which is always very funny but it's like yeah it it shouldn't be easy to get 22 tons of cocaine into the country uh i'd probably go smaller um but i'm a small thinker i'm not big time i'm not goron well with all these i just think of any land animal we find is 22 tons. Is that the biggest shipment? Or is that right. the one that we found? This could be, the, this might be the small potatoes, man. They let you, right. was, this, uh, was this ship caught while another ship was brought in, like <laughs> Baltimore? Yep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a little more self. This might have, was this the bait ship? We'll, right. we'll let them find the 22 tons. We're moving in 220 tons uh, via air while they're looking at the water. It makes me think. Um, yeah, sourced. Yeah. I made it up. What you mean? <laughs> so this is a time. I'll never trust anything time says ever again in my yeah, life. Yeah, I was going to say time came and said, oh, my God. It's the woke. Guys, you have to believe me. Jakob Pertle's playing tonight, guys. Huh? Um, I'm not even looking this time. No. Yeah, I... Mm-mm. I don't even uh, want to know what it is. Normally you see what it is. To see. I don't even want to know what it is. Um, but I think it's very funny how easy it is for a bank, especially one <laughs> as powerful as J.B. Morgan Chase, can just kind of wiggle their way out of this one. No consequences. Probably got bailed out for the cocaine shipment. Uh, it, they're definitely richer for... Uh, they made more money from losing the cocaine. They got it off cocaine insurance. Was this a... Was this burning down your business to get the insurance? Right. Who tipped them off? You see what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, this, this just raises more and more questions. But them just very, <laughs> the name just not being associated at all. Like, it doesn't even say, like, hey, this was previously 
right. associated with JS, uh, JP Morgan before it was found out that blah, blah, blah. It was just like, wrong JP Morgan chase, bro. And I wouldn't have... Not us. I, I, I saw this story come up of the boxer getting uh, indicted, but the only reason I'm, I have ever been followed or even remembered this story happening is Honey Badger 10 on Twitter. She's been on top of this since the beginning. And when this story came up, this was like three weeks ago. Like this was very recently. Um, she was like, oh, that was the JP Morgan boat. And I wouldn't have immediately made that connection. But she hasn't tweeted since. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, yeah, people have said Nestle's involved, yeah. probably. Uh, there's only four companies. I th- like when you really get to the top, there's only four. It's Viacom, it's, it's JP Morgan Chase. Like there's not many companies. So, yeah, that's how J.P. Morgan Chase really does get involved in the boating business because there just aren't many companies when it comes down to it. I, I think um, Nestle, Nestle might have had, they might have found packages of cocaine with Nestle labels on it or something like that. I'm not, or something <laughs> I'm like sure that. I can't remember what it was, but. It was supposed to go to, uh, I mean, they had a drop-off to make. They got caught before they made the drop-offs. <laughs> so, this tracks. And I just yeah, think like any of the yeah, just seeing how because even like all the news outlets are really owned by like Bezos has one because there's power in that. There's power mm. in controlling the narrative. You saw it when the most uh, power. <laughs> you saw it when when Trump got nominated or uh, said he was running the other night. NPR and a couple other outlets, they're like, no, we're actually going to write headlines correctly this time. We're not just going to do fluff <laughs> pieces. For this guy, we're going to be like, yeah, the guy who's currently uh, on trial for uh, <laughs> trying to overthrow the government. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Is this the uh, Nestle one people were talking about? Yeah, and I think this happened. Um, let's see when May 5th. So I think we've talked about this before. But remember, they found the it was the cocaine going to. It was in the coffee bean bags at Nestle's Nespresso factory in Switzerland. That's two Switzerland cocaines what? now. What is going on in Switzerland? What's going on? That's where the money is. That is where the money is, but why is the cocaine there? Why is the cocaine there? Listen, you can't have money without cocaine. Uh, they're, this is a peanut butter and jelly. Uh. Was South America the plant all along? I've seen people of color have been planted as the look this way while, uh, you know what I mean? Switzerland's actually the, the coke capital of the world. Hans Gutentag is the, uh, the number one dealer. Something to consider. They're just like financing it. They're like, yeah, we'll take our 20% off the top, but we're not going to touch it. We're finance, We're insuring it. It's like Mayweather's like, listen, we'll have the boxing event. I'll cover the insurance for everyone. Parking event. I'll just get mine on the back end. Right. Because I'm not concerned about the front end, much like I can't imagine J.P. Morgan Chase or Nestle would be. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, D- Danny Nicholson did present. Uh, uh, I, apparently, there's a theory that people think Brady and Giselle are getting a divorce to avoid the FTX fallout because they invested all their money into it. Interesting. I I hadn't heard that portion of the FTX or the Tom Brady 
uh, fall out. Yeah, they said they... Wouldn't you want to stay together so you couldn't uh, be on the stand against one another? Yeah, true. Yeah, you can't no, testify against your spouse, right? It's to protect right. the money. Um, if, if, if they're getting a divorce, uh, I guess the money is protected or something, I guess. That makes sense. Hers protected regardless. Uh I don't know. He, she's the bigger earner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like she. I feel like she wasn't taking it in crypto. For sure. <laughs> I feel like she also wasn't taking haircuts for the sake of uh, Vogue magazine, like Tom Brady. <laughs> like, I don't want to break the Cosmo, but I don't even know, like the big modeling. But I, I, I couldn't do that to you, man. I'll take uh, fifteen over five. Um, yeah, Larry mm, David mm. getting sued is a tough scene. I mean, I feel like a lot of celebrities might. Those commercials were OD. He said, don't listen to me. That was the whole commercial. Larry Davis said, do not listen to me. I've seen people say, like, that's going to hold up in court. Like, (laughs) (laughs) It's like when they bring in rap lyrics. Uh, He's like, hey, come on, man. I was literally playing a role. No, no, no. You said X, Y, and Z, Mr. David. Uh, I saw... I don't. It wasn't FTX, but Cade Cunningham oh, yeah. had his signing. Yeah, his signing bonus, or I guess it, bonus contract completely in one of those, and they went bust. And the thing I like is just just a one thing. I was listening to something. I don't quite understand it, but basically they found out that they were fluffing the numbers. Surprise, surprise! But it was like if they found out they were fluffing the numbers here, is FTX the only one doing this particular? Brand of this was like a copycat league, you know what I mean? So, I think it's become apparent that all of these places have been taking everyone's money and just loaning it out, and essentially, your money paid to rent, put your name on like the FTX arena. That's your money. Like if you gave FTX your money, so like, looks like I feel like they they did that, and then but also did something where they were, I, they were counting the value in money. But then also like cryptocurrency, but not as the same. Mm, and they were right. using one to leverage the other, I believe. And a big trader, I, maybe for FTX, either found out and was like, you know what? This doesn't smell right. I would just like to sell all of my FTX. Mm-hmm. If I, I remember, uh, Bomani Jones was talking about it. And once i mean like gambling once somebody is like i want to put all my money here or take all my money off of here people say well why did they do that mm-hmm. that's when the jig went up there and it's like is everybody just doing this or something similar yeah like it feels like a shock people are surprised that fake money is fake regular money is fake so I, it shouldn't be that big <laughs> of a shock hey, listen, like that. Here's, <laughs> fake money is fake Regular money's not fake. It's real. They can decide what real means from time to time, right. but it's right. real. The fake money, they can decide that and all that because it ain't real. Like it was never. The, yeah. the, the 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 thing I saw that was like not even in hindsight the biggest red flag, but like there can't be a larger red flag. The guy who wrote the big short was following around the FTX guys this whole time. I think his name is Michael Lewis. If Michael Lewis is anywhere near me, I know something horrible is about to and happen. What's, what's the big short? What is that? You didn't see the... Oh, it's 
of the film. Uh, the big yeah. short was the guy who wrote about the housing collapse of 2008. So this guy <laughs> okay. knows. This guy knows when Thinking things ships. are about to uh, go real self. And yeah, see, he, the, he writing a book on the Rams. Yeah, I seen this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, he he has, he's been following this guy around before this, like for the last six months. He smelled this coming a mile. Michael Lewis hits my phone. I I'm pivoting everywhere. Right. I'm pivoting the other way, a hundred percent. Like I, there's no. He knows. He knows when shit's about to hit the fan. He wrote. Oh, this is Moneyball guy. Same guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, McMahon. It's me, Michael Lewis. Man, really, just wanted to uh, follow you around for six months. Really, just get the lay of the land for the McMahon. What do you say? Nope. Just kill me. What do you know? Just kill me now. <laughs> kill me now. Like, I knew hanging all those anvils in my ceiling was going <laughs> to come back to bite me. And, those investments nah. in the Acme Corp uh, have gone bust. And the, Chuck, no, uh, this SBF guy seems like he's uh, he's got a loose lips, you know, like he tells everything. He just did like a, a, a interview with Vox over DM yesterday and it looks awful, everyone was saying. So... Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Chuck said you would like the big short. If if I know Tyler like I think I do, the big short would infuriate you. <laughs> no way. Most things do. I don't mean it's not good art. Uh it, it the, it's a the book movie's really or it's good. a movie. Or both. both. They he Which wrote the first? book and then it the book okay. was definitely first. I'm tired. I'm going the other way, man. I'm gonna write the book off the movie, man. Uh <laughs> who we say. <laughs> Like it was a very quick adaptation because obviously this happened in 08. The book probably came out 2010 ish, somewhere around there. Yeah. And then uh, the movie was the mid 2010s, so 2015, 2016, somewhere like that. Um, it's um, uh, who's the guy who does all the Will or did all the Will Ferrell movies? Uh, that wrote okay, he just yeah, Adam McKay. Adam, Adam McKay. McKay made the movie, yeah, it's good cinema, it's for sure. It, they do a good job of like breaking down the financials and making it easy for like dumb dumb Americans to to follow. Mm. But watching how it plays out, it, like I've watched it three times. It is a good movie, but it's infuriating knowing it happened and how it happened and how people profited off of it happening. Like it's all it's just right. so so disgusting. Is it told like a winning time? Adam McKay in their school, you might have a <laughs> the guy steals the money and then looks right at the camera and tells you he's stealing the money. Like this is where we did our crimes. <laughs> Embezzled kind of, time. kind uh, of. That does kind of happen. Yeah, they. I was gonna say, listen, if it's McKay, I've seen enough McKay work. They've got like Margot Robbie in a bathtub, like explaining stuff, and then halfway through, she just goes like, "Oh, but this is this." Um, so yeah, there are. That's why I say it's like for Americans. Like it's as dumbed down as possible, and then it ramps back up, and it's it's just an infuriating. The story is infuriating. It's told right. well, but it's infuriating. Right, the story, yeah. KP says just like Winning Time, multiple fourth wall breaks. Oh wow, no, the people are saying it's. I'm. I've seen enough McKay work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you might need to track this down. I know much Scoob loved winning time. Adam McKay's the goat. <laughs> there it is. Uh, well, yeah, what is, is this like Netflix? Where, where is this? 
Did it say? Uh, this is Amazon. sure it's streaming somewhere. Amazon, iTunes, Vudu, Google Play. I may have to check this out uh, over the course of two weeks. A little ten minute a night action. Jealous having a good time in chat. Good to see you, Jealous. Uh, but yeah, that at the cocaine boat I wanted to bring up just because it was in the news recently, and it's just very funny to watch how like when true power wants to uh, change a story, they'll change a goddamn story to real quick. This is it's like, hey, you change that story, we stop the money. We will stop the money. Yeah. And what can you do? Uh, of course, to watch a real movie, no. Thanks a for critically for acclaimed it. film. Like uh, listen, people if, really like that movie. If B Ball Paul tells me to watch it, then I will watch it. I uh, yeah, we could watch it in the Discord. Maybe I could show it. If if B Ball Paul is ready to ready to give us a time, talk some movie or do some tearing, whatever B Ball Paul's open to. Um, <laughs> All he said was when. <laughs> didn't didn't we haven't heard anything yet since we're waiting. That's a smooth move. You just say when and just leave it. Oh, oh, I didn't say I was just wanting to know when. Like, <laughs> uh, I won't be there. Yeah. Yeah. No, y'all have fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. Karina Karina is real cinema. Uh, Pickle says too big to fail on HBO. Is that like similar story? Um, I can't remember what it's about now. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I'm going to have to look that too big. I mean, so we got traded. Uh, being stuck on a plane. For like seven hours, got me to watch The Godfather, man. Um, I can't watch stuff I haven't watched before on planes. That's the only time I can watch stuff. It, oh, if it's if it's gonna be like four hours long and I'm not gonna watch it elsewhere, then yeah, I need to, I should watch it on a plane when I'm basically confined to own. This is my only option. I heard, I I can't remember if I heard it or read it somewhere, but they were like, if you already have anxiety on flights, watching or listening to something you've never watched or heard of before will cause more anxiety because you don't know where it's going so i watch i watch the last dance it don't matter what it is well it's like it's just that uncertainty if you already feel uncertain and it's a story you don't know that's more uncertainty so it will compound your anxiety whereas if you watch something you Mm -hmm. know all the beats to that'll help calm you down because you're it's it's a control thing like when I'm in the air, I know I'm not in control of whatever's happening. That's what I'm saying. Listen, you watching a movie is not going to put you in control. But I, I see, I, I get the yeah. mental workings of it. Uh, now, I go the other way because I need to, if I'm watching them on a plane, it's like I need to think about not being on a plane for four hours. For sure. And if, if I'm watching something I've seen before, it's too easy for me to check my phone or do whatever. So I had to lock in on the Godfather. Okay, smartest people. Smartest people in the room is a good one, that which feels similar. Like, man, I can't believe this happened. Like again, told well, but I can't believe this happened on this many levels, and people lost their livelihood. The Madoff one. Um, I feel like it's more that I'm missing. Pose a go. Yeah, does anybody have a, a draft plan? Like a, a reliable movie, a go to. Pose says draft day. I'd probably watch like Alien or something. How is it, how long is it? I feel like it depends on the flight. Because I also don't know how how long is draft. It was like two hours. Yeah, draft day is pretty long. Yeah, yeah, it's like not a short movie. No, I just I don't like having to switch movies. Um, would you say? Go yeah, ahead. that's 
I think it's like an hour 45, but that's where I like The Last Dance because it's 10 hours, but it's like, mm. it's just Michael Jordan duck. Oh, wow, two hours on the nose. Um, I know cinema. But yeah, I'm, I'm big with the, the last couple flights I've taken have been Last Dance only. Um, mm. And that's great. And I also, I'll put, if there's a screen, because I, I do that on my iPad, and then on the screen, I'll put like NFL Network or something, just so when I look up, there's something else. There okay, too. that's chaos. That's chaos, man. That's why you got anxiety, man. You got six screens and you in the air. Uh, what? This makes more sense why you can't sleep in just like a, a empty movie theater. <laughs> okay, no, it makes more sense. Flying coach with six screens in front of him. Everyone else like, come on, turn the light off. Well, man. when I look yeah, up, regardless, so bright. <laughs> whenever I look up, I see all the other screens on like in front of everyone else's seat. So it's like, I might as well have mine on something. Why are you looking at their screen? You got six up, man. Focus. <laughs> Lock in. He's got six screens. He's I, looking at the person next to him anyways. Yeah, yeah what are they watching? Uh... <laughs> and an unknown podcast. Like if you've never listened to that episode, especially... The types of stuff I listen to, like they could be talking about plane crashes so quickly. Like even whoever was listening to today's episode right now, now you're on a plane and I just said plane crash. Like that's why you can't be listening to uh, episodes you haven't already vetted. Yes, I'm one of, once I go into the airport, like I am checking in. Dude, this is not in my control. It's just all it's all out of my control. I might as well watch six episodes of Ballers. And burn through a couple Jack Daniels and Sprites uh, while I'm here. Because, again, I'm not in control until I walk back out of the airport. That's when you might get a little bit more control back. Uh, the the <laughs> flight that broke me, the one from California to Boston, when I took that, that hiatus, uh, I only had two movies, two things downloaded at the time. And it was Mr. Russell's house, the... <laughs> Bill Simmons uh, hour with Bill Russell, and it was uh, Bone Tomahawk, which is just an absurd, an absurd. You've seen it, right, Scoop? I've seen Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Uh, No, that's what is Bone? That's a good one. That's a good one. What is Bone Tomahawk? So Bone Tomahawk is a Western alien movie. I don't I think that's the best way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's about this like oh like it's Kurt Russell, he's like this sheriff, and two people <laughs> I'm out. go they go missing. <laughs> and they go missing because they're like okay. It's like these Native American uh alien hybrids. So like they're like prehistoric, but they're also like they live off the land. So they there's multiple incredibly graphic scenes of those Native American like whatever they are, a cannibal, not alien, I guess. Yeah, and they they slaughter people in absurd ways, and it's about it's long. How long does it say it is? Like two and a half, maybe. Um, let's see details. Uh, hour 133 minutes, so two hours, two, yeah, two and some change. Yeah, so I will. I I didn't have like I was gripping my chair, like I was, paralyzed in fear. 
This is what and you want to watch on a fl- on a plane. I didn't have any other options. This was just the longest option. So when it ended, I just had enough to lift my arm and drag it all the way back to play from the front. So I watched this two would and a half be, times. Would watching a blank screen not be worse anxiety wise than just <laughs> like just white knuckling the? Uh... <laughs> nothing was going to work in this scenario. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I watched Paddington on my last flight. That's what I watched. That would have been better. It? I agree. <laughs> I mean, how that? It was. I mean, it was kind. Of, it was the opposite of anxiety. It gave me anxiety because he was locked up in jail, and I was like, I'm not sure if Paddington's gonna get out of here. So I was. It was unjust. <laughs> I was. He didn't deserve to go to jail. So I was. I was mad the whole time. I was on the plane. Like we gotta land. I gotta get Paddington out. School piss free, Patty. Uh, no, nah, I will. Burn. I think seasons of stuff is great to watch on a plane. Like whatever they curb your enthusiasm. Great to burn through a season. HBO's hits uh, show Ballers, always a treat. Uh, Atlanta, another great one. Like just on the plane, just just crush through a season. Or again, The Godfather. If you just stuck, you just watch The Godfather. Uh, Pet That's Cemetery really on a flight is chaos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would have I would have called the attendant there. I'm just, just, just. Can, can he change that? Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where um the last dance is great. Like that, mm-hmm. some old 30 for 30s, like if you just get a couple of those, like the 84 draft one's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Like it's it those eat up a ton of time. The wire season. I can't I would just be mad on the plane in McNulty. Just upset. Just pace it, sir. Can you say that? I, he got all them teeth in his mouth. There's no need for it. Um, it's bull. Sir, please put your seatbelt on. Uh, I do a good chunk of living. Living Sing will be a great watch on a plane. I watched Fresh Print. I was where they have the TV, and I caught like the TBS marathons. So somewhere I just watched like three hours straight of Fresh Print. I was like, this is money. And also, commercials suck, but good money. Kevin Gates says a girl was watching Dahmer next to them on last flight, bro. I believe it. I believe I would have called. I would have called the attendant on her too. So now they just watch the Padres. I just listened to the, yeah the Miami Fourth Floor Boys. I listened to that uh, 180 times until the flight lands. That's me. Let us let's take a quick break. We still haven't talked any round ball and scoop. I want to hear about you staying up till 6 a.m. Uh, <laughs> to watch the Warriors lose. So let's take five. Thumbs up on the two, please, and thank you. Subscribe, come back, talk some round ball with us on this Thursday. Welcome back. Hour three. Happy Thursday. Ready to close it out. Some round ball talk. Before that, there was something. Uh, Scoob sent this yesterday in the Discord. I just didn't see it live, so that was on me. The Kevin Durant interview. Oh yeah, yeah. That dropped yesterday afternoon. Yeah, I just I saw that after the fact. I was like, I just didn't see this live, or we'd have talked about it then. So I apologize, but I didn't. I didn't even really read it until after the show, like what he actually said, and I was like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> he, that was yeah, like... he. Maybe this worked out better. He did some talking, and. I think people are upset at him. I mean, if I'm one of the guys named here, I'd be upset. This is this is the quote that's getting the. He said a lot of stuff. More so, like, like 
Steve Nash preparation apparently wasn't shit, was what I took from the article. Um, and then this is the quote. He says, looking at our starting lineup, Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? You expect us to win because I'm out there. End quote. Like, they, they had to put the via link here because otherwise it would feel like a fake quote almost. It does, it does seem very uh, fake uh, Katie Hater Muse quote. But what do we... Did he lie? What do we make of this quote? <laughs> Did he lie? He didn't lie, but can you say this without naming names, though? I think it, it's, I think it's tough to name individual names, man. And also... You expect us to win because I'm out there. Yes. You that guy. You Kevin Durant. Yeah. You, yeah, we do. You are um, the future Hall of Famer. So, yes, <laughs> there is that expectation. I mean, LeBron has won <laughs> in this situation before. So it's like, yeah, again, not a lie, but you expect us to win because I'm out there. Should we adjust? Are you not that guy? Like, you know what I mean? Are you not that guy? Because we thought you were that guy. Also, he had a chance not to be in this situation. He was on the Warriors. Like, he could have stayed on the Warriors. He, he asked for He could have helped Steph uh, score 50 and lose. No. Uh, I, 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 he, I, I take yeah, exception to this because I'm I'm the number one Nick Claxton fan, and he did not deserve – maybe the other guys deserved this, but Nick Claxton <laughs> did not. He's been having a breakout season, been playing great until Sabonis big-brothered him. But – um. Maybe that's why he got included here. It was after that game, so that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And to what Ted's, it, no Simmons, no Kyrie, and once those guys have been in and out of the lineup. But again, I just think it goes back to yeah, we thought you were the top whatever guy that could elevate these could elevate whatever lineup mm-hmm. until everybody was good to go. Yeah, like Richie, you chose this. You tried to get out. It didn't quite work. Um, but then you walked that back. So you you effectively said, I'm fine with this for now. And again, he didn't lie, but what I guess, does this change anything? Did it need to be said? Like what? I'm, now what? <laughs> like yeah, what you say, Cole? It is wild to be like, look at these these shit bums. I <laughs> I'll say their names. Uh, Edmund Sumner. Who the fuck is that? I still don't know who that is. Yeah. yeah. He took off his hair. For- yeah, I'm talking about you, Stinky. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I like to think he did this interview. Like, they usually, like, pull guys away. For, like, he just did it in the middle of the locker room. Uh, you, hey, no, we do Sumner, right is that now. it? Uh, yeah. Ed, Eddie? Eddie Sums? Uh, yeah, you stink. Yeah. The guard, the other guy. Uh... Is, it, is it him... I guess is it him calling it's I don't know if it's calling out the players as much as it is calling out the owner, right? Like look at the team you've built around me, maybe? Again, do you need to say like individual names? Yeah, that? yeah, that, you, that, that's yeah. that's probably my biggest point. Do you need to say individual names to say, hey man, the kind of the kind of team we have uh, here is not competing the way we all thought it could. Why yeah. can I say you know I, something to that nature without Saying, uh, I'm talking about John Bartholomew Smith. He's shooting 22. Yeah, percent He's right there. He, he could easily say like the roster as constructed is just leaving me out there to do everything, and that that's right. It. Yeah, you don't have to say Edmund Sumner. <laughs> yeah, like took, Edmund Sumner. What do you say? Fuck me for? <laughs> like, I took it as he was calling out 
fans expectations less so than mm. those guys he's like yeah people still put us like vegas odds have us as a contender like people still put us in there because i'm here like he's calling out the fans and elevating himself uh, and if he doesn't name names, everyone immediately would go, oh, he's talking about Kyrie and Ben Simmons. So he kind of is like, no, no, I have no problem with those guys. Ben Simmons, guys maybe. Ben Simmons, yeah. I think that's fair. He would never, people would never say he's saying that about Kyrie. But Ben Simmons, I, I think yeah. that's fair. Uh, so I, want, I want to let you know exactly who's stinking. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's still implying. Yeah, he's implying the, the same thing, which we all know. This is not a well-constructed team. So again, what... I, I know you're, you answered the questions you're asked, but this was like a sit down with Chris Haynes. This wasn't this wasn't after the game at halftime. So no, this is like a, I mean, he does he does continue to say I'm having a great time, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah, he said I wish y'all could hear me talk during the game. If I got mic'd up more, people would ask me if I'm people would stop asking me. If I'm happy or not, I'm enjoying every moment I get to step on this fucking court. And part of it is because I tore my Achilles in the pandemic. I didn't know if we were going to play again. I didn't know if I was going to play again. Which, again, there's validity to that. And he was talking about, like, when he wanted out, he was like, we were just not being prepared. Nobody was on the same wavelength. He said, except Jacques Vaughn. So I do wonder if they were ready to do Yudoka. And KD was like, now, wait a minute, like. But either way, he's, I mean, he's having a good, we say all this to say he's having a good time. He's having a good time. I do believe him when, like, since before he came into the league, the thing about Kevin Durant's like, I just like playing basketball. When he says, like, expectations and stuff, I don't think he can like, I genuinely don't think he cares. I think he went to the Warriors because he He's bringing like, it up, though. No, I know, but I think he yeah. went to the Warriors being like, all right, I'll win these rings because that's all other people care about. But even he said after, like, he was like, that didn't bring me happiness. And that's why he left. If he truly I is I think he happy went there for here. style of play. Like, of course, they were great. But he's like, yeah, that's True. the style. When, while I get there, we're going to dominate and I'll win these. But, yeah, they move the ball. That's the style of play I want to play. Yeah, and they acquiesced to him. And I think he was like, listen, if I'm going to win rings here and people are still going to give me shit. And Draymond's yelling at me. Like, yeah, I'll go <laughs> elsewhere. I'll, I'll go elsewhere. No problem. Um, and he's like, Kyrie's his friend. Whatever we think of Kyrie is irrelevant to them being actual real-world friends. He wanted to play with his friend and a team that has, has never had expectations, has anything they get is gravy in his eyes. And now it's like, not as gravy anymore. But he's having a great time. Uh, yeah, he's... And again, yeah, he is still getting the hoop, and this is... I feel like this is just part of it. Like it, 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 it all comes with it. And I think this is, he's just saying the frustrations and it's fair, fair for him to vent those frustrations. Like I want to play. I'm playing. I'm playing with the guys I have. We're not winning as many games as we'd like to. Like all these things are true at the same time. And I guess it's just like, but if you, all this can be true, but does Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Claxton, Joe, do they feel that? Are they like, nah, right. I get it, man. I stink, man. I get nah. it, man. Like, so, I don't know. It's I wonder like, if he's yeah. talking to Harden. What's he saying? What's the message? Like, wait, all the pieces we gave up to get Harden, and then the place 
the pieces we got to replace Harden. Those are wildly different pieces. Like, if Jared Allen's still here, not Nick Claxton, sorry, Scoop, they're a better team. They're simply a better team just with that, let alone Karras, let alone all those picks. They would, they wouldn't, they didn't even want to start Jared Allen, though. That's why he's not, like, you know, know what I'm saying? It's, it's one of those, like, my brother, you made the sandwich. <laughs> Y'all had, you wanted some solid, some solid players, didn't you? Yeah. Man, like a Karis Levert to help out. Man, a Jared Allen, an all star big to play some defense. A heart preparation, a coach like Kenny Atkinson. Is that what you wanted? My brother, you made the sandwich. No, it's not Harden. So I'm not blaming Harden by any means. Harden, Harden saw. Yeah, the, yeah this is not Harden's the, the smartest iceberg. man. Yeah, yeah, he saw the iceberg. He was like, I don't want to deal with that. I am out of here. I'd rather deal with Doc Rivers than this nonsense. And he was right. Yeah, well, he said I'd rather deal with Doc Rivers for a year. Uh, listen, Harden, smart man. He'll never tie himself to a sinking ship for long. Yeah, I'll go somewhere else and sink it before I stay here. Uh, the Kenny Axe year team was dope, man. Oh man, like it's one of those. If you go back to this day, the Nets, of course, would take Katie and Kyrie and DeAndre Jordan. Like same Kawhi and Paul George. If those guys say they're going to your team, you do it. But it's like, man, oh man, what if the Clippers still had just had all that stuff in Shea Gilgis Alexander? Mm-hmm. Is it much like are the fans? It's like we still haven't won anything. Y'all ain't won nothing now. Same with the Nets. It's like, man, what if we just got to see D'Angelo and, and nah, he was already gone. Um, who's was they traded him for KD? But it was Levert, Allen, and who was the third piece that they moved out for Harden? Or was it just picks? That's what I'm missing. I think it was just picks after that. Because who went Cause, to Yeah, because Dinwiddie was already good. Yeah, I think it was just picks. Um, Dinwiddie. Someone says Dinwiddie. Well, that, yeah, that I can't remember. They might have just let him walk because he tore his ACL that walk. year. Yeah, yeah I think he just, he just walked walk. to Washington mm-hmm. and that yes. was swimmingly. Uh, then he went to Dallas. So, and now listen, Dinwiddie playing some good ball this year, man. So it's like, if, what if all those in the injury you can't predict, of course, but it's like, man, what if we just ran it back and just didn't have this whole circus? We just yeah. didn't have to jump, it just wouldn't something every single time but basketball. For the wins to not be there on the basketball court. So. Oh, we do have a little breaking news. Uh, Nade- time back at it. <laughs> no, no, no. This is real breaking news. Uh, Nadamakon Sue has signed with the Eagles. So the rich get richer. Oh. Okay. Well, how, does that tell us something about Jordan Davis? It's, it's the only thing I'd wonder. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, he's probably not going to be back as soon, but I, I don't think he'll be out for the year. They just need someone right now. True. Yeah, because I, I think Jordan, it's like a couple weeks, but I just, they're like, if he's not going as planned, but mm-hmm. even then, if, if he's still in just min- minimum snaps, I would not want to block in Dominican Sue ever. Not, till he's, not when he's 80 years old. Sadio Mane out for the World Cup. Uh, that sucks for Senegal. Wow, injury. Um, not like sus- I just want to like suspend or he like got, no, he got hurt. Uh, he got hurt. Uh, that's thing. Something that Depot. No, Depot's never with the Nets. I'm thinking like a Nets. I think it was Dinwiddie. He just wasn't in that trade. No, but um, was Oladipo part of that deal? Uh, he was. Yeah, he was. He ended up going to from Indiana to Houston in that deal. Right. 
So he was in that, but I'm thinking like some like was part of that Nets young yeah, Kenny so. Atkinson. I think it was Dinwiddie. He just wasn't part of that trade because he was a free agent. Right. Um, but if they had kept Dinwiddie and D'Angelo, you know what I mean? Like they couldn't sign Dinwiddie even if they wanted to, signing Kyrie and Durant. Right. So it was like if they had just kept D'Angelo, kept like that team, Theo Pinson, like on the end of the bench, like dancing all the time. Like that team was fun. <laughs> and that was kind of the point. It was like, oh yeah, they're fun. And now we'll add Kevin Durant. Yeah, and we have Irving. flexibility. Yeah. But then they stripped themselves of all the flexibility. Well, it's the Clippers were like, okay, we'll trade Shea and all that, but we still have enough core pieces around. And how much core pieces do you need around Kawhi and PG? Right. A lot. A lot when it turns when you're trading for two guys that had injury histories at that point. And again, you do it ten times out of ten, but man, oh man, you just we can get to the game. You just look at Shea scoring forty every single night. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like uh, hitting that accelerator is so tempting when it's sitting right there. And it works so rarely. Like so rarely have we seen it actually yield the fruits they should. Even like Trading that eight pick for Kyrie and Jay Crowder and Isaiah Thomas, like, and Ante Zizic, like, certainly not a heavy price to pay. But when you look at the turmoil it caused, (laughs) and you look at, like, yeah, am I upset we didn't get Colin Sexton? No, not really. Shea went three picks later. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, is Shea just here? And yeah, are you in the East? Maybe you still are in the Eastern Conference Finals because Kyrie wasn't on that team, anyways. <laughs> Gordon Damn, Hayward wasn't on yep. that team, anyways. Yep. So it's like, and that's where it's like you cause this rot within your own fan base, within your own locker room, because the season before the Utah Jazz come to Boston and people are booing Jay Crowder when he touches the ball and cheering <laughs> when Gordon Hayward touches the ball. Right. It's like, yeah, it pissed Jay Crowder off. Very easy guy to piss off. I'm sure it pissed off a lot of guys on that team. Right. Like, and it's like, yeah, the, the hitting that accelerator, when it lines up and it looks so perfect, like, it can look so easy. And well, yeah, that, that's why you hit it. You're like, wow. Yeah. And like Patty said, uh, excuse me, the Bulls hit it. It's not looking good. But also, like, with your fans... When you accelerating, you accelerating their expert. It's like okay, thousand percent. Because with the Nets, with the Clippers, they weren't saying, "Oh my God, we need this. We need a Jared Allen. Why isn't Jared Allen making All NBA right now? Why aren't we in the conference finals? Why isn't Shea first team All rookie or whatever?" It's like, man, we're just this is just fun. They're scrappy. They're playing hard. This is fun. The team hits fast forward. So as the fan, what do you? you oh, okay. We want it. Like a championship or at least conference finals. You see Minnesota just hit the super fast four. <laughs> they won last night, but at what cost? The the I think what? The uh, the Timberwolves hit the accelerator and blew up like a Tesla. That's <laughs> that's the risk. Now I'll say this. Cavaliers. So far, right. so good. Hit the accelerator, and they are like, man, we, we hit the button at the exact right time. Cole, you did mention but, a name, uh, Jay Crowder. My, my birdies have been chirping, and I've been told Jay Crowder is two of the bucks is inevitable. That was the word. For, for Grayson Allen, right? I, I don't know what. I wasn't told what. I wasn't told it's what. It. Grayson's what they're looking to. <laughs> they're like, this is what we don't want. 
So. And then I, I, I embarrassing, uh, uh, no, eminent, eminent was the word, sorry. And then I embarrassingly sent that person the thumbnail instead of trill. So that was embarrassing. I had to be like, <laughs> wrong person, sorry. Uh. Well, someone pointed out too, Toronto, yeah. Toronto accelerated Kawhi. No, they didn't. <laughs> that is not yeah, what no. happened. Toronto they, was stuck in the yeah. mud for years running the same play over and over and over again. I can't yeah. call that accelerating. I can't. They they made a choice, and it was it, the right one. It also one. didn't cost them their future. It cost them one pick and a great player, but it was a clear upgrade and was worth the risk. And also, right. people pointed out, <laughs> Cavs are ice cold right now. So, a <laughs> lot, lot of season left. A lot of season left. So, it, it's, it's fair to point out. Uh, Rumors, Crowder... To Milwaukee, Grayson Allen to Houston, Eric Gordon to Phoenix. Love that. Get that done. Get that done, please. I mean, I am. Well, I'm still thinking about the Toronto thing. That worked in the narrowest way possible. You know what I mean? Like, that was. You needed two Golden State Warriors starters to stop playing (laughs) basketball. Uh, And it's not to take away. And Kawhi has to hit one of the most insane shots in NBA history to send it there in the first place. Like so many things had to fall for that to be a success. And then Kawhi left. And if Masai wasn't the GM, who knows what the Raptors would look like right now? Like they, the Lakers. narrowest of margins. Yeah. And like the Lakers, they hit the, when you win a championship and, and, but when you yeah risk it all for it and Jason Toronto did a one for one. If I believe it was Pirtle, yeah, wasn't it Pirtle, Demar, DeRozan. and the and the pick that became Keldon Johnson? So a two for one player and a pick. So not again, not nothing. But for Kawhi Leonard, you he, Kawhi Leonard just played nine games that year. Nobody knew. Yeah. So and again, yeah, like you mentioned, they've been kind of bumping their head into the LeBron James wall for several years. Yeah, and it was it was. A hard thing to do. Like, that was the all-time leading scorer of the Raptors that they traded away. Like, it was no small... I think it's almost better when you do it and it comes out of nowhere than, like, this huge build-up to something you know is coming. Right. Uh, yeah, we, we we talked some of the, the games. Because I, I feel like most of these teams played last night anyway. Uh, Hawks, Hawks, Hawks did not play. <laughs> uh, Listen, the whitewash was just way too much. In front of Jeezy, no less. Missoula sent the whites out there, and uh, it was all she wrote. It was all she wrote. That's Bazooka Joe. <laughs> yeah, what? I was. Who defended Tatum most of the time? Coley. Um. I'm just curious, like I, I'm not setting up for like a stat or anything. I'm just asking. No, no, no. I'm trying to think. I feel like I saw multiple people on. I'm like, I can't tell if it was Hunter. I can't tell. It wasn't something I was watching closely because I was, mm-hmm. I was watching the whites. It was what I was yeah, like, yeah, I bet you were. Get a, I bet you swing were. Swing a Hauser. Yeah, mm-hmm. Swing a Sammy. Um, I don't know. They they did a decent because I, I saw Dejounte on Jalen a lot. So I don't know. It wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Um, and DeJounte was getting chefed up pretty good. Um, uh, yeah, I was gonna say Hunter would have been my guess, just right, body be my type, too. yeah. Um, 
But no, just a <laughs> a good whooping. I man, I I put in a four way slip. I dropped it in the Discord yesterday. I feel like school meant the one day I didn't put in insurance. It was a four way slip. I was like, nah, it'll probably be fine. And one leg didn't hit. But the Trey under three, he's just not shooting well. I don't know what it is. Ramping up. He's not shooting well. He's not shooting it often, which this game aside, I don't think it's a bad thing. Because when he hits a couple early, like he's looking to take the early big shot. So it's not a bad thing. But ice cold so far. Seven points for Capella. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I, I saw people. No, I had a slip yeah. last night. I did. I had a Chris Stapp's, uh points, rebounds higher. And who was the other one? Oh, Miles Turner points, rebounds higher. Hit both of those. I, I was going. I was like, Scoob, you pushing this Porzingis agenda. But then I saw the, the slip action. I was like, where is this coming? Is, is uh, <laughs> get up and Porzingis in school? Uh, I, I, I put, put I, it on the board. I put the slip in because so many people I, I had been saying can't fade him because he's got a beard now he's a different guy he plays different he's a lot better now he plays much better with the beard different guy so the sample size i've seen enough i've seen enough if he shaves that beard though yeah. under under he might die the day he shaves that beard i don't know that should, that should pop up on like the underdog fantasy like underdog nba <laughs> yeah shaves beard Spot. You know, just drop them from your team. Like, like when someone, someone's uh, questionable, but they're seen warming up before the game. It's like Kristaps Porzingis is spotted beardless. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what a whooping! People were, I saw multiple people chirping Trey Young because at the end of the first half, he drove, drew a foul, I believe, hit both free throws. He only missed one all night, so that tracks. He at least hit one. I know he didn't go for two. And there was like two seconds left when that happened. And cut it to six. Cut it from, like, the, the Hawks cut the lead from 16 to six, going into half. And they didn't guard the inbound at all. And Peyton Pritchard hit, like, a 35-foot three. And I saw people blaming Trey going too early to get that foul as to why that cost them the three. And I was like, well, no, not guarding anyone uh, as if there were no time left on the clock seems worse than Trey getting points. Like, I hate the two-for-ones. I hate the you got to shoot it. You don't get a good shot that way. You just do not get No, good. everybody loses. Love a two-for-one, right. nobody gets a good shot. So it's like they scored on the possession. All you have to do is play some defense. And and Pritchard doesn't get a walk up three. Yeah, it was a little deep. It wasn't like three quarter court heave. Like it was in the front court. You know what I mean? Like this was a decent shot for the modern NBA. So it's like I don't. I just hate that the conversation immediately becomes, oh man, Trey took a dumb shot. So like he scored. He got points at the end of the half. They cut it to six. Play even token defense, and and it's not an easy walk up three. Yeah, and then also the uh, blowing the lead again, like going back to 20, just getting completely so waxed. Uh, so Jalen picked up yep. that fourth, fourth foul, and that was the dumbest thing the, Cav uh, the Hawks could have done. Because it was like, all right, we get to Missoula ball. We get to get this deep, uh, the, these, these shooters back on the court. Fine. The Whites. Oh, yeah. White and the Whites is a deadly lineup. <laughs> Enough. Well, who else played, man? <laughs> Um, the Grant Williams was hitting step backs. It was Who a else wild. played school? Uh, it was a wild scene. 
Shay hit a buzzer beater. One second left, dude. Um, I, th- I think he's. I think he's the lock for most improved. Now, yesterday I was skeptical, but then I looked at the odds. He's like plus one fifty, one eighty, something like that. Uh, the next closest is plus five hundred. So he's probably already won it if the season ends tomorrow. See, uh, he said he did it in D.C. He put it on Instagram. Did it in D.C. I'm Hemi Carter. I said, wow. I said, you are Hemi Carter. Wow. You are Hemi Carter. You win the game with a three-pointer like that? 42 points on 22 shots? Come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, he's just awesome to watch. Um, and I'm starting to think, does this team need to just hit hit the accelerator? I don't know. <laughs> we, just, we just talked through all that for nothing. They should trade it all for Bradley Beal. Uh <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um well, well, they 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 have so much capital where they don't have to they don't have to sell the farm to do it, you know? Like they have a lot of picks they can move and not really they still have some. For sure. For what? What are you what are you moving it for? I don't know. Off the top of my head, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Jokic? Uh, Jokic would look sick. Um, <laughs> I mean, not Jokic. But, oh, I'm, now I'm saying Gordon Hayward. That's not putting you over any hill. No. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's putting you over a good hill. Uh, rolling down the bad valley. But, like, what if what if they just went all in on Kevin Durant? What if you just dropped Kevin Durant on this team? No, thanks. No? No? No, no thanks. Uh, Bring Kevin Durant back to the Thunder. I'm just having too much fun today. If if I'm the Thunder, we're all set, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Corey says Towns. Okay, now there we go. Towns and Shea. Okay. Towns is interesting because depend. Like, say you do get Victor, you could say okay, Chet and stuff. What and then still be like okay, we have Shea, Towns, Victor. Or, or you keep all again. If I have like they have like seventeen picks, I don't want to have to choose between anything. That's the point of having seventeen picks. Mm-hmm. Some of them are garbage, so I don't. We don't really have seventeen. Like, mm-mm. let's uh, let's get Shay some help, like Giannis, like a strong number two. Did you see when uh, Serge Ibaka asked Giannis if he'd ever play for the Raptors? No way he had. Why would he ask him that? That's what Serge Ibaka. I don't know why people keep letting Serge Ibaka ask them things. You play for the, the Raptors, only... dude. You play for the Bucks right now. He plays <laughs> recruiting for a different. Not team. in his mind, he doesn't. Yeah. That... yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know why. If I'm an actor player, I'll never go on Serge Ibaka's show. No, no, his show. No, what the hell? Fuck that. Your coach, you hate him, right? Uh, <laughs> he said, "Man, why you don't ask me that?" Uh... Anyway, yeah, Shay looking good. Wait, what was his answer though? What did he say? Did he say he actually go and play for him? I mean, he said, "Man, why did you?" He said, "Why would you ask me that?" He didn't say no. That's what he said. I did. I did say he saw that he saw Victor in real life, and he said he's just different. So, mm. yeah. So why are you trying to hurt Shay by giving him Towns? I think Towns need a real stud, man, like Shay, like Manny Fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's canceled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Thunder 121. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's, 
I do feel like Shea does this hit a game winner in someone's face like multiple se- times a season now. Like I, he, I know he did it last year. Yeah. Well, it used to be, hey man, Shea's scoring thirty. Now it's oh, he's scoring forty. Mm-hmm. So maybe it just keeps going. Scoob, uh, you you had eyes on this next one. What did you see? Suns Warriors. Suns win one thirty one nineteen. Steph fifty points, and nobody else had more than. The 19 for Clay. Those must have been some late points. Yeah, Clay went six for 17, uh, not beating the cooked allegations whatsoever. No. Dude, he's he looks considerably worse than he did right after coming back from the injury yeah. and in the playoffs. It's like it's like he, he's shooting more threes than ever, like by far. And he's getting to the rim less than ever by far, which is like, uh oh. And he's also not hitting the threes. Like defensively, he can't got like people are going at like calling his number, mm-hmm. and it's it's yeah. Clay has more shots than points. That's that's tough. I was optimistic on him because I was like the worst he was gonna look was right after the injury, and I was wrong. Yeah, it's like the opposite. We talked down to form, and he's like f- four years removed, finally looking normal. Clay's been getting slower and slower. It, well, he also, it didn't help. He came out and said he didn't, he, well, he said he had a mental block from like playing ball mm-hmm. this summer. So I imagine he was definitely like going to, we'll probably be fine. I'll play my way into it. And independent of him, they have not been fine. So yeah, I would say he didn't have the quickness and the shooting. And those kind of used to be the Clay Thompson things, mm-hmm. like the quickness for his size, like defending point guards even. Now I think he, he definitely has to defend up a position than down a position, but teams are just calling his number now. So you like they can try to stash you wherever they'll just they call your number and find you. So Steph's going fifty for absolutely nothing. They can't stop campaign, Chuck. Yeah, I went to bed and I, when it was over, I was like, "Man, fifty points and a loss. Couldn't imagine going to bed at the end of this one, house." <laughs> <laughs> Third worst start for defending champions Ooh. over 15 games. So again, we we said sample size was like 20 to 25. Time's a ticking. There is. Time's a ticking because it's like, hey, the starters are still cooking. So once the bit, uh, bench gets it going, but it's like even within that, Clay's on-off numbers look good because he's playing with the starters, but he's not as much contributing to that. Poole went 0 for 5 last night in 27 minutes, man. Yeah. Has that ever, has Jordan Poole ever played 27 minutes and went 0 for 5, 0 for from the field and mm-hmm. only taking five shots? It, it, the, so the, the bench is just a mess. Just looking at the box score, I mean, where's the identity here? Who's the bench general? Like, who's the first guy off that's leading the bench? Supposed to be Poole, but he's just not consistent. Well, I was gonna say, Even last year, he wasn't consistent. That's exactly yeah. It was supposed to be him, and well, he got punched in the face. Like, okay, so what? Yeah, he'll lead it, and then you got like Jermichael Green, DiVincenzo, some older vets. If the younger guys aren't hitting, now the younger guys aren't playing, and it's not like now it's like okay, what are you pointing at now? Wiseman's in the G League. Kuminga uh, did not play, and Moody played six minutes. You can't say this is their fault. Y'all still, y'all still losing. This team needs so, a, a big man. I think like a 
center or something off the bench, like a Christian Wood, like do, do what he's doing for the Mavs. Like th- that's what they need. I mean, he went for like the twenty eighth, but he was very available. Mm-hmm. Super available. So and yeah, wasn't on a crazy contract. So yeah, Dr- <laughs> Draymond didn't miss a shot. Is he carrying the offense? How <laughs> three for three, nine points. So this is like since the the Devin Booker and Clay thing. Like I have four rings. I went and looked. The Warriors have exactly four wins since that. It was three weeks ago. They're all at home. Yeah, like something is a is a rye. Something's stinking. Mm-hmm. And with a young player, I think that was probably the first step. Like we just have to rip the bandaid off, send Wiseman to the G League. They did that, and now it's like, okay, now what? Because I it feels like a trade to be had. I just don't know what. And something that I've all my my random drafts I have guys flipped where they got drafted. I know that I'll mess this up again. Warriors could have just drafted Franz Wagner, man. I thought Wagner went off the board before Kuminga. He did not. Kuminga was like fifth, right? No, it's in my Giddy's the one I forget. Giddy went six, Kuminga went seventh, Wagner eighth. Okay. And I was like, at the, I was like, I get it, Kuminga the athlete, like I, I and I liked Wagner, but now imagining Franz Wagner and Lamelo Ball, who they could have just had in this lineup the past couple of days. Or years, I, also, I should say. I also do feel like Wiggins skates a bit. Um like coming into the year, I, especially from like Warriors media, they were just like, "Yeah, hey, he's he's the number two now," and they won the title last year. He was the number two for the title. Cannot take that away from him. For eighty-two games, is he still going to do that? Not sure. And it hasn't proven to be this year. Like I, he was nails from three last night. His defense carries him. I don't. I didn't watch a second of this game, so I can't speak. Like I would say on the whole, I don't. He hadn't been. Yeah, he hadn't been the issue, but. Yeah, for sure. 82 game. I, I feel like the hope was probably, well, he can keep doing what he's doing because Clay will be back to Clay. Yeah. And he's not. So it's like now Wiggins is that guy. And it's like, man, nobody. Like somebody pointed out they don't have three and D guys. And so it's like nobody's getting to the line outside of Steph. Nobody's shooting really outside of Steph because Clay, I mean, Wiggins four for six last night. But y'all don't have the Splash Brothers threat anymore. Like the way y'all got away with Looney and Draymond spacing before is because the Splash Brothers were the Splash Brothers. Mm-hmm. Now they're not, and even worse, people don't have to guard you like this. Like they just don't guard Clay like he's Clay anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah, Steph got fifty, and I don't think the Suns were ever concerned for a second. No, you know what I mean? Like it's like okay, let him get sixty, right? He, he's gonna have to because nobody else can. Nobody else can get twenty. Mm-hmm. Sixty, so, they still. I want so like it's it does <laughs> right. It goes down to the last second shot rimming out. Um, Someone in chat said they need to trade for Vucevic. Hmm? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the defender they need. D, they they yeah. might need some Ellen Brooks on this team. Oh boy, they y'all trying to run them right into the ground. I see. Uh, I do wonder. Clay's got this year and la- and next year on the contract, and it's like, I would they use that as like the big salary? I don't think they will. I think they're going to make the mistake that Danny Ainge was always afraid of, holding on to guys for too long. And I think they're, that's exactly what they're going to do. They may have already. Well, it's, we find out this summer because it's time to pay Draymond. 
And then next year, it'll be you'll have to decide. Or, or Clay will be eligible for an extension. So it's like, okay. And it's why I said before, I was like, I would have just traded Draymond. Like, just get ahead of this. For that exact reason. I feel like you're going to be like, well, we can sign him to something reasonable. And maybe you do, but you're still going to be committing a lot of time and resources to a core that just can't carry the unit like they used to. It happens. This is year eight for these guys to get like, they don't last forever, but that's when it's like the young guys were supposed to help us and mixed reviews. Matisse Thibel. Hey, y- y'all pissing me off, man. <laughs> y'all not trying to help the Warriors at all. They really don't want uh, this to be a dynasty. It's it's a shame. <laughs> Vooch and Kobe for Wiseman. Who says no? The Bulls are did the Bulls play last night? Um yes. Yeah, they lost to the Pelicans. Yes, um, yes. Yes. Listen, they're a team. When slash if do they want to blow it up? And I say that because like they're stinking that they owe the magic their pick, but it's top four protected. So if it's like, okay, do we want to like stink stink right now? Try to keep that it's top four protected this year, next year, then it turns into two seconds. So if you think you can, I mean, you already kind of stink this year, but that Vucevic is a free agent. If you sold him off, DeRozan, I think, is after next year. You could get something for him. Levine's the one, like they just <laughs> Blake Griffin basically sign him to a five year and then trade him immediately. And they would still have like like yeah, Williams, Kobe White, whatever they get back for those guys, but you would get your draft picks back. And if you say we're stinking this year, we're trying to be bottom four this year and next year, you might not give the magic all that much of a pick. Like you might not hand them a, another elite pick because you already stink. So, of course, that Levine DeRozan had a lot of garbage time points. I can see that. Like, I can't imagine the Pelicans. Who even played for the Pelicans? Zion's still out. Trey and Murphy back. got 19 points. 10 boards, too. The Bulls' defense just can't stop anybody. Every, every game I watch of them is just points and bunches. And they don't really keep up either. There's kind of, eh. And that's the, it's like, it's this, like, you, Levine's already in and out on knee management. Bobby says, sit him for a year. If you're going to do that, trade him. Right. Well, people, I did see people last night were tweeting Levine looked a little bit more like his regular self last night. So he's playing like every other night. Like, I would hope so. But he's still, you know, in and out because the knee management, I think it's just going to be a thing all year. And if they get to a point, like, I think re-signing Vucevic is where they would be committing to, like, a bad idea. That's why I trade him first. DeRozan, I don't know what, I would just call L.A. again. We hear that story every two weeks. Just just call the Lakers again. Um, That's for picks? Russ and those picks? Like, can we be the one that gets Russ and those picks? Because, again, if if I'm doing it, I want to stink this year and next to get my pick, uh, from Orlando, let's blow because this this ain't it. Tell Lonzo take his time. Maybe tell him find a trade while he's out because when he come back, we we might flip you too. Because yeah, this team is ain't it thus far. Uh, Patrick Williams not looking like him. Uh, it looks like I was wrong about the Bulls, so probably not going over. It's. I mean, that's not the part of it. It's like if you. <laughs> You're trading to commit to the young guys, Pat Williams and Kobe White. What do you really have? 
So, and people are saying Levine has been playing the games lately. So I I hope it's better going forward. But we ain't hit twenty games yet. So I, yeah, um, I don't know about these Bulls. To the management, that, yeah, they haven't been as frequent. That's good news. I'm ruling with an iron fist. This team ain't it, T. Will. Like, what? They haven't. Like, the Bulls haven't been it for the one Rose year. Not one, but that three-year Rose stretch before he was broken permanently. And three months last year. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, they've they've always, they've had flashes. They've been playoff teams, but they've, they've just kind of hovered in that. What did they get every year? The six pick? The four pick? I can't remember seven. what pick was theirs. Yeah, the seven pick. Marketing, that Kobe White, Wendell team. Carter, yeah. And they've hovered from that between that and the eight seed. Like, that's where the Bulls have lived, and it's just I can't break out of it. See, DeMonte says, talk to me at Christmas. The thing is, man, again, with everybody starting to tank, you got. I think you have to be thinking about it sooner than maybe you can't wait for Christmas. Because you're trying to get, again, bottom four. And you might get there, and a lot of balls might still just hand the magic, the number five, or like, you know what I'm saying, not be in your favor. So, Dane said, Levine, I mean, if you sold those guys everywhere, you could you could get plenty of picks back. Definitely. And I know they, they took the Vooch step to take the DeMar step to get to competent, I think, so they could take the next step. But is, is any free agent looking at what's going on like, yeah, they're competent. Not even all their fault. Some of it's just injuries. It happens. But is anybody like, yeah, I got to get to Chicago. I don't know. We haven't seen it in our lifetime. Like a, a big, unless I'm missing somebody. Um, I guess DeMar count. He was technically a trade, but he picked them. He picked them. And, well, he picked them yeah. because the Lakers picked Russ before he could go there. So that was still his backup plan. Right. Um, Giannis, so. future bull. Um, maybe Andrew Wiggins can go there. He'll be Maple Jordan in in Chicago, where Jordan used to play, the House of Jordan. The House of both Jordans. Uh, so they, Pat Williams needs a ball in his hand. I could see that, and it's just like, yeah, in this offense on this team, it's not going to happen. So if you're going all in, maybe you trade Pat Williams. I just don't know what value he has right now. But as is, I, is this a playoff team? I don't know if I see it. Anthony Davis coming home. That don't even sound like as appealing as it once did. You know what I mean? Just with the way he's looked. You just never know. And for the Bulls specifically, it very much feels like it would go the way people who hate Anthony Davis would think it would go. Like, like just, it, it, I feel like it'd be all of the Derrick Rose era with none of the highlights. Yeah. yeah. None of the highlights in their uh, uniform. Um Bobby said no AD and keep A. Oh, I forget AO, like it's in terms of a young piece. Yeah, just turn him loose. Um, Pelican sitting pretty on the flip side of this, Pelican sitting pretty, 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 pretty. Yeah. Fun. I love Getting any really, Yeah. Jonas, just com- consistent Jonas. He's always there, you know. If he doesn't appear on the box score, he's still there. He's still bodying fools down low. It's just what he does, man. Yeah. We have potential big time. At, but that's a lot of alerts for some potential, Nance, but I'm listening. Like they, they might get rid of East and West. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. That's terrible. Uh, that's, 
<laughs> Awful news for the Wildcats. <laughs> hey, listen, if that happened, not even kidding, we, we can go to the ACC, man. There's no re- no need to stick around here. No, no, no. You guys come come to the Big Ten. Come play some Big Ten ball. Okay. Come play Listen, some- <laughs> I, I want some action, baby. Um, come to the Big Ten. Kentucky plays UMass five times a year. <laughs> it was a home and home. Uh, college home and homes might go crazy. Might not. Uh, well, your Bucks played last night, school. Uh, did they? They did beat Cleveland. Oh, they did. I saw Giannis shot six for eighteen. I said, Is Giannis broken? Oh, we did the Hawks fix? You. Did the Hawks break Giannis? <laughs> Um, no, so I do think Giannis, um, he, he definitely has some kind of injury, and I'll prove it to you, my friends. I'll prove it okay. to you. Um, I'll get my... I heard him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, come on. <laughs> Picture of Scoob standing over him with a lead pipe. Yeah. <laughs> if you look here, look at these box scores. What, what, what do you see? What do you see? Ridiculous numbers. <laughs> What I see is a man who used to hit a three-pointer a game, and now he doesn't hit him at all. He can't shoot. There's something wrong with the knee. There's something wrong with the knee. Something wrong. Yeah, Giannis, yeah he used to burn it up Giannis. from three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just... <laughs> uh, the rebounds would, like, back to, I mean, but again, that, maybe that's just the Hawks having him in an uh, absolute box. But if so, yeah, why is he... Why is he playing 16 points for six of 18 shots? So I'm guessing that was just Allen and Mobley defending. Again, I didn't watch this game, but back to back, to back to back to back to back tough ones. Did Giannis, what's okay? What's the longest stretch of Giannis shooting under 50% from the field? And look, so he's got a couple of those from the beginning of his career. Those don't count. Uh, he also, but look, he had, look, that was Giannis added to Kumpo. I want the end to the yeah. you say, He's only got double digit field goals in one game this whole month so far. He's it's crazy. Like that, that, that's very he. That's very rare. He did it all season except for the opener, and he had nine in the opener. So that does feel like yeah. Like if you still look again, still does numbers. He's he's Giannis, duh, but. No, there might be because again, it's like why, why the Hawks got your number, man? What, this don't track. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe it is a little worse than letting on. And Giannis definitely doesn't seem like a. Uh, yeah, I'm hurting. I should probably set it down for a few weeks, type of guy. No, so, no, and that's the problem. I think like someone needs to tell him to sit down. Like mm. it's just got to be done if he's got something going on. It's like you if he goes out, how you fall fast, and it's like we can't we can't lose ground before Middleton comes back. Like maybe once Middleton comes back, you can I guess work up the load management how you want to do it, but not until then you you begin smoked. Yeah, yeah, that is until true. you until you get until you get boss man in there, of course. Yeah, um, well, that's it's imminent. It's imminent. Giannis mm-hmm. Obama was under fifty percent. Why was that? Why do we think that was Ivan? Uh, <laughs> Yana's <laughs> making a political statement. I was gonna say he was fine until <laughs> Biden got in office. Mm-hmm. No, uh <laughs> the Knicks? Oh, oh, they were singing Julius Randall's praises on the timeline. I saw the once they start posting 
gifts of Julius Randle from games he's not currently playing in. I said that boy must be playing well. Like they old ones of him are like pounding his chest. Thirty four and eleven. They said he was locking up. I saw quickly doing some locking up, and the Nuggets win the the Carmelo Bowl. With the Knicks win. The Knicks win. Knicks win. I'm sorry. Uh, Knicks win the Carmelo. What is RJ? Is that four for eighteen for RJ? Uh yeah, four for eighteen for RJ, zero for nine from three. Uh yeah, he's not been he, not been shooting well this year. I don't think every every time we well, look. any year, <laughs> one year he had one the Julius year. Mm-hmm. They both shot really well that year, and it was the outlier for both of them. Now, Julius worked on his game in other places. Right, RJ, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, RJ still got paid. Still got paid. Hey, listen, they both got paid. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ike Hart got paid, and boy, oh boy! Yeah, holy shit! <laughs> hey, he got forty million, man. That's a million for every something. Uh, yeah. uh no points, three boards. I do think no Mitchell Robinson. He kind of has to play Randall and Toppin some, or he get more than he probably want to. And they're both pluses. So I know t- Tips hated this win. Yeah, playing them together, gunpoint. Hmm. Uh, yeah, what if oh DeAndre Jordan start? Okay, that's all you need to say. Wait, <laughs> yeah, Jokic didn't even play. Oh, was a, lo- why was this this close? They would have uh, lost. This would have been one hundred six, one twenty four if Jokic played. Wait, how was it? <laughs> Jokic didn't play. Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray combined to go eight for twenty eight. Um, oh, next bone scraped out a win. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, had me thinking Randall and Jokic was going a uh, toe for toe, <laughs> toe to toe. <laughs> what a plot twist! Oh, Jokic has COVID. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's right. I did see that. Yeah. Well, well, the bone looks like the Bones man saved the day. I, I that clip. Did you guys see the clip of Bones? He was like dribbling behind his back or something. The Bones put his highlights to Marvin Gaye. That boy's all bones. right. That boy's gonna be all right. A lot of bones. Uh, big fan. Uh, yeah, Michael Porter Jr. might be washed. <laughs> he's looked. Uh, he's the one. He's looked. I feel like the way somebody coming back from injury would look. Some high highs and then some low lows. Mm-hmm. It's like Clay's. Feel like he's just had the low lows. Um, Jamal was like, "Hey, listen, listen. I saw. I saw. Quickly was on him. So it's bittersweet for me, Roby. Bittersweet." <laughs> And Minnesota, they they won, but still had some dissension. Really? Yeah. Uh, Even yeah. Beat the, the Magic. Out. Beat the Magic wasn't close. But McMahon, I know you saw uh, Rudolph Olajuwon. <laughs> uh, not getting the ball. He he had Franz Wagner literally under the basket. To be fair, pinned as pin could be, and D'Angelo Russell shot uh, shot a three pointer. It didn't go in. Next time down, Carnegie Town, I guess, noticed this because Rudy like ran back up the court like this. I think he wanted the ball. Well, he also uh, on the other end uh, oh, after yep, he didn't yep. get the ball. This is because this is the biggest point to me. Yep. After he didn't get the ball. He didn't do his fucking job because uh, someone blew by someone on the perimeter and Gobert was right there and he didn't even try 
to watch him. Yeah. Yeah. He just was hands down sulking, being a dickhead. Yep. And then Carl was like, ah. he they inbound the ball. He goes up to D'Angelo. He's like, we got to pass to Rudy. Otherwise, he's not going to play defense. And so they passed to him on two possessions in a row. They ran the uh, same play three straight times. It's the same exact play three straight yeah. times. And it worked all and three times. They got <laughs> Gobert the ball. He scored on both of them because uh, the Magic are bad. And <laughs> that's that's how you have to get Rudy Gobert to play defense. The thing that's made him a multimillionaire <laughs> hundreds of times over, you have to pass him the ball. The same thing that the Utah Jazz, they didn't pass him the ball. I just want to know, like, what, who does Rudy Gobert think he is? Shaq? I'll say that... <laughs> Prime Shaq. Um, I'll say this for Rudy. I saw... Again, I didn't watch it, but I saw... They had a 27-point lead that had been cut to single digits at this point. And at the, through the first three quarters, Rudy Gobert had taken three shots. So if he's like, guys, we are pissing away this lead. And he, again, he had, there's no way D'Angelo Russell could even see Franz Wagner behind him. Correct. That wouldn't have been an easy two. And the next time down, he, he kind of, he missed a lot, but got it back easy two. And the next time down, easy two. So to Rudy's point, yeah, I'm with Roby. We need to be yelling at D'Angelo Russell. That's who I, why, do, why does the center have to go to the point guard and be like, hey, man, we got to get the other center involved. And I saw, well, I guess, also, podcast or writers, that they were like, D'Angelo called the plays, to be fair. I was like, okay. well, he also took that terrible shot, the first one. So It's also, did they piss away the lead because Rudy stopped playing defense because he was complaining about not getting the ball? Like, which is it? Slippery slope? Yeah. Right, uh, yes. Like, well, just, dude. I, that, to me, also feels like a D'Angelo thing. Hey, man, Rudy hasn't had the ball lately. We're up. It, we're up 20. It doesn't matter. Can we get him some type of, as a point guard, can I get my big man? That's every big man, right? Like Dwight Howard used to get three post-ups early to keep him involved all game. Rudy, like, I can't even get that. Uh, well, it's like he shot eight free throws, so it's like not every shot, if you miss the shot, will count as a shot. So what did he get here? Like definitely. 12, 13 shots. How many is he supposed to get? 20? You know, you asking me, Rudy or me? Uh, yeah, Rudy thinks you should get thirty. So, Rudy like, said I don't. All of them. Yeah, Rudy said, and that's Rudy just, said my my per hundred possession numbers should just be my numbers. Uh, unsustainable. Uh, <laughs> like, that's just not. If if it's me, I'm giving the seven foot two guy at least ten shots a game, like from wherever he wants. Like, you just got to get he him. He cleared that. He cleared that. Nah, I need more. No, he only got seven here. He only got seven. Well, the, but that's the thing. He shot eight free throws, so he had to have taken more shots than that. He just missed those because he got oh, fouled. Oh, true, 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 true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. Just, he's saying you still need more. You don't ever need one for uh, <laughs> was it one for six or one for eight D'Angelo Russell threes. Those are the ones that's like, yeah, just get that ball. He's shooting 70% on his. You're shooting not 70% on yours. No. You're the point guard. And I think he's looking nope. at it the way I am, where he wants to look at the box score and see 10. Like, that's what he wants. So he doesn't care about the eight free throws being there. He wants 10. Like, that's what he does. I think he just wants it when he knows, like, I'm seven foot five and they have the shooting guard on me. Yeah. I would prefer the ball. But yeah, giving up, like, just watching the bucket on the other end is. How that league goes from twenty whatever to single digits. That's that's worse to me than what Durant did. 
outright refusing <laughs> to play defense while your team's pissing away a lead and crying. It was active protest, Mick. Yeah, uh, quiet quitting. Uh, him it was doing loud that, quitting. Yeah, <laughs> him doing that in game is is worse than Durant being like, man, Edmund Sumner stinks. Like to me, that's worse. Quitting in game is worse. I think the bad part with Rudy's vibes, he might do both. Come out, I was like, no, yeah, D'Angelo Russell, he zero, boy, yeah, zero, all right. Uh, we might have the worst of both worlds. So, uh, boy, I slander and go bear to end the show. That's just, it's bad vibes. Bad vibes, tough scene, but that'll do it for today. We're thankful to chat, thankful to brother Roby. Everybody tapping in. Thank you for tapping that thumbs up on the YouTube on the way out. Thanks to the Mick man. Thanks to school for pushing our buttons. We'll catch everybody tomorrow.